No one's gonna pick Booker over Antetokounmpo, man. That's just nuts. Like, let's not even have the discussion. What? You were, you were figuring out between Blake Griffin and Anthony Davis, who are you gonna pick? Hey y'all, welcome to the Barbershop Quintet Podcast, the podcast where my guests and I debate our own top five lists of current and past topics that are relevant for millennials like you. And who am I? My name is Tony Lee and I will be the host for today's show. After we debate our top five lists and back up our standings, my guests will enter the buzz cut lightning round where they will each have to quickly formulate a convincing buy and an argument on a top five list or topic of my choosing. Based on those arguments, I, the decider, will get to pick which answer resonates with me the most. Only catch is that each guest has a total of 50 seconds for their argument. Go over the time, or if they can't finish their argument, they'll get penalized points, and I may give the oppositional guest the advantage. Hello, everyone. Tonight is a very special night, November 18th, 2020. NBA draft for 2020 is... IRL in real life is going to be happening in two under two hours of recording. So hopefully we can all finish this and watch the worst draft class ever. I'm joking. We'll see what's going to happen. But with that being said, in spirit of drafting, I've looked into this thing a few years ago. I, I think my whole panel might have heard of this inside the NBA television show on TNT, which is which where they broadcast NBA games and they had this special fantasy draft segment where they put all these players from past, present, and future onto a pool. Analysts and former players get to decide and draft their superstar teams. Now, we all seen those IG posts of, if you had $15, draft your starting lineups. So today, we're going to draft our starting lineup and our six-man based on all-time players. But there is a catch. So how the format is going to work is that each guest on the panel here today will be getting a draft order, which I have already decided and appointed them. Basically, their challenge is that they have to fill each position on their starting five, a point guard, a shooting guard, a small forward, a power forward, and a center, and a player from each decade. They will also have to draft a six-man as well, and that player can be any position but it must be a player from the future category that I've named in their slot. So, for example, if they drafted Michael Jordan, number one overall, which I'm going to introduce the first guest with number one overall draft pick here, they can't choose a shooting guard position because he played shooting guard and he his prime was in the 90s. So these players for the decades, respectfully, are where their primes are. That's their stats. That's when they got the most championships. It's basically based on comparing their playing times in their decades. So the only catch is that each person will have 30 seconds to draft. And once they draft it, I will be jotting down their teams and we will go into debate. So this is the draft order. So we'll, we'll start with the number one draft pick here. Colum Brownbridge, if you could please introduce yourself. You've received the number one draft pick. Um, yeah. Just introduce yourself and if you have a strategy going into this at all. I've been part of this podcast a couple of review uh, episodes. In terms of strategy, not really any strategy. It's mostly just pick who's best available. 
the time. This is where having a second monitor helps because now I can take the, the spreadsheet that Tony sent out and I, I can block out everybody so I know, you know not to pick certain people. So no, not really strategy. It's just pick the best person and just in, a, in that fantasy world, hope they all coexist. Now, now let's just let's just hypothetically. I'm gonna to toss it hypothetically here. If you were drafting for a certain team right now, which team would you be drafting for? I don't want to say the Celtics. That's such a homer pick. Who's like desolate? Who's depressing? Oh, the Houston the Rockets. <laughs> Ouch. Well, Tell the Knicks and the Rockets are very. I'll, uh, I'll be cheap, yeah. just like you. Jeez. Shots fired. Our second overall draft pick here goes to easy ezekiel arrogant if you can please introduce yourself and also maybe a strategy or if you do have one of how are you going to draft your team here tonight all right so hey guys my name is easy or ezekiel um i've been on Tony's podcast a couple times and i actually like kind of highlighted players that i thought from each decade for each position that i believe that would either a be available during my pick or be just like i guess like just kind of I believe would be on the team within each decade. So just how that's just kind of how my list goes. Basically, I just kind of highlighted certain players. And then if those players are chosen for the position, then it kind of makes it easier for me to kind of, I guess, narrow down who my, my picks would be. So, yeah. And as to what team I'm going with, I don't know. I don't want to give the Knicks the benefit of a doubt of having a good team ever. So, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'll just stick with hometown Raptors. So. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you, Easy. Now, this this person here is a first-time guest. This one, I don't know if there'll be in the question period if there'll be any debates, but we've had plenty of debates before where this this man will get very heated. So we'll see what the hot takes is tonight. Is he gonna be a Kendrick Perkins or is he gonna be a Skip Bayless? We will see. But E-Man, if you can introduce yourself. Uh what how do you pronounce your last name? Adeni? Sorry, uh, sorry, but that's, that. that's not too bad. Uh, Denny, yeah. So, if you can introduce yourself and then call him, <laughs> shut the fuck up, uh, and if you can introduce yourself and then also, yeah, just let us know if you have a strategy or anything, and then the team you'll be representing tonight. Basically, big fan of basketball as far as I can remember. In terms of strategy, I just decided to go through each position and select players from each era and then I'm just going to pick a player from the five that I've selected so like no matter what I'm going to have an option decide to go buy a player like I might you know be completely screwed for the 90s era for example and then not be able to get a big man from there because you only get one that's what I'm going to do and then yeah so E-Man you're cutting out first off E-Man, you might want to re- re- restart everything or if you don't want to give away your uh, strategy because you, you went really in-depth there, so we might know what your whole strategy is. But yeah, just Everybody, uh, pick, everybody re- pick a center from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what happened. But basically, I'm saying no matter what you guys do, it won't. Okay. Quite the uh, trash talk. So, so who, what's your team before you cut off again? <laughs> Me? Yeah. I just, I just said, okay, see. Like, okay. And going with the fourth pick here today, this is a guest who has been on the podcast just recently, actually. He was on Fashion Pod. Jonathan Lamb, 
Can you please introduce yourself and also give us your strategy as well tonight and the team that you'll be representing as well? Hello, everyone. My name is Jonathan Lamb. Most guys call me Jay Lamb, John Lamb. I currently work in fashion. And as you heard, I was in the, the fashion podcast very recently. I, I consider myself a fantasy basketball, actually fantasy sports aficionado, baseball, sorry, MLB, NFL, NBA. My strategy today, I, I think it's the same as everyone else. It was just rank your top five and, and then kind of go with it. I, I, I have the double screen going too, and it'll be easy so I don't accidentally draft someone else's draft pick again. So, All right. Thank you, John. For listeners at home, you guys know who I am. My strategy is pretty easy. Well, I don't know if it's easy, but it's interesting. I'm in an interesting position where I have the fifth pick of the, or the last pick of the first round and the first pick of the second round. So I got to do a double back-to-back pick. So that'll be interesting. But my strategy going into this is uh, whatever players available and we'll see. For the listeners at home, we will be throwing our teams into discussion today and also we'll be throwing it onto the IGs as well. And we'll also be posting the player pool as well. So I won't be naming all these players. It'll take too long. So with that being said, we're going to head on and start with the draft. Before we head into the draft, um, I forgot to mention which team I'm representing tonight. Uh, Did I say my team? No, you didn't, actually. What's your team, John? Oh, the team that I'll be representing is the team that has indoctrinated me into the NBA, and that is the LA Lakers. Well, well, well. Lucky for you, my team's the Boston Celtics. So, haha, what a surprise. I thought someone already said the Celtics. What's up? I thought someone already said the Celtics. No, Cullum no. chose the what? I chose the Rockets. Yeah. Just you chose like, the Rockets. Because of how miserable they were. Because yeah. they're trash right now. So, <laughs> so they just the, they're, not, <clears throat> they're not trash until they lose both Harden and Westbrook. They're a dumpster fire right now. There's a 30-second time limit every pick. And does anyone have any questions before we start? No? Is everyone ready? Yeah. Cool. All right. So, Cullen Brownbridge, the GM of the Dumpster Fire Houston Rockets. You have the number one draft pick. Your 30 seconds starts now. So, this guy wears number 23. He's a multiple-time champion. He's won multiple MVPs. He's an Olympic gold medalist. Oh, wow. He's always in the news. Specific. Michael Jordan. (laughs) Shocker. I tried to tease the LeBron James in there, but (laughs) Uh, choosing MJ, number one. Cullum has chosen MJ as his number one draft pick. And that's not Magic Johnson. That's Michael Jordan, right? Could be Mark Jackson. Did I change it? No. <laughs> or do you mean Mark Jackson or Mark Magic? Jackson. Yeah. Mark Jack- is Mark Jackson even an option? You can well, place the pick on him. We will let you do that. You can use your first round pick you, on him. Yeah, you can pick someone who's not on here. I'd love to. Only if it's Mark Jackson, though. <laughs> now, easy. Yes. You got the tough decision of going number two. Oh. Representing the Toronto Raptors. Your first round pick starts now. My first round pick is another person who wears number 23, who is a multiple-time MVP, who is a multiple-time champion, who also has an Olympic medalist. LeBron James is his name. Wow. 
What a shocker. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I'm no. I'll be honest. I'm genuinely shocked. He was not in my. I I, I didn't expect him to be. I'm I'm glad. I I expected him <laughs> to still be on the board of my pick. I didn't. Yeah. Wow. Good. <laughs> okay. Aficionados not drafting LeBron or Michael as number one or two. That is okay. We we will no, have to I, discuss. No, I had I had Mike, I had Michael one. I had Michael one, but I didn't have LeBron. Two. I didn't have LeBron in top four. Ooh. Oh wow! E-man, representing what team were you representing again? OKC. Oh OKC. Fuck! I was about to say Supersonics because Cullum fucking seed planted that. Oh, so fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So your your pick starts now. I'm gonna go with uh, one of the best players to ever put on the Rockets jersey. Whoa! Wow! Whoa! A reach! Oh. Wow! Wow. You know? Don't okay. worry. Anyways, I'm going with uh, Hakeem Olajuwon. Don't worry about sweetheart. Don't okay. worry about sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, Shay Lamb's just like, holy shit. Now that's a reach in my opinion. Well, John, that leaves a lot of... Wow. I know who John's going to pick. <laughs> I, 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 he's gonna—he's gonna pick Harden. He's gonna go with Rockets. He's gonna. <laughs> yeah, I—I I, I thought Harden was gonna be gone. No, I'm kidding. Like, wow. Okay. All right, John, your first round pick representing the fucking Lakers, of course, starts now. Appropriately so. Actually, no. You know what? I'm gonna switch this up. My pick, fourth overall. I'm going number twenty-one, the greatest power forward oh. of all time, Mister. Okay. Tim Duncan. I love it. I'm glad. I'm glad you said greatest power forward of all time. I can. Right, thank you. I can get down with that. All right. Do I now? Do I pick a Boston Celtics or not? All right. I'm gonna run the clock for myself. It's, does someone want to run a clock I'll for me? So I, I, I'm gonna do it. I I okay. don't trust you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Just let me know when. All right. Ready. Three, two, one, go. Duncan's gone. My number one pick is a multiple time, is a five time champion. And I hate to say this. Kobe Bryant. The wow. Mom. You hate right. to say, okay. say his name. I was expecting a little bit more than that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah time I mean, you you paused so five much, time, it, it ended at twenty two seconds. Like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, maybe the fact that he's like a sixteen time All Star, you know, like twelve time All NBA, yeah, I, I, I don't, Finals I, MVP. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. He's a you Laker. Know, he's a Laker. Time, yeah, I, I, like, I, I want to hype the man up. I, I want to dilute his uh, credibility. You know, two thousand eight NBA MVP. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you could say a lot more than. Five time champion, a great dad. Mamba out. Probably the second greatest shooting guard of all time. The second greatest shooting guard of all time. Tony, you're going again, right? Yes, sir. All right. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Three, two, one, go. This is easy. This is already on my list. Different decades, but this hurts me as well because I'd rather choose this player than next player. I don't know how many multiple championships he has, but he has one of the most iconic shots ever. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as my yeah. son. 
Tony, you need to step this up. You went at 29 seconds there. <laughs> That's fine. No, I'm just kidding. You went, you're at like 21. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to go backwards. Thank you, uh, Colm, for your help there. Yeah. Not help, but for not trusting me, you asshole. <laughs> you didn't trust yourself, my friend. <laughs> oh, no. I'd just rather have someone time me instead of me just looking, whatever. But John, your 30 seconds and your second round pick starts now. Man, you guys made it honestly so tough. I didn't expect Hakeem to be off at this. I thought, oh, okay, anyways, it guts me to say this, but arguably the greatest champion of all time, the big man himself, mm. Mr. Bill Russell. Bill Russell. Yeah. Mm. Good pick. That's a good, good pick. pick. It, you guys very, forced my hand, man. That's, that's a very hard front line to go against. Like your front court. Oh, yeah. All right. E-Man, your second round pick starts now. You went with Hakeem. I'm just, I'm just curious to see what, what's your reach this time, if you are reaching. You have 10 seconds. Count them down. Larry Bird. Four. Oh, Larry Bird. okay. It's a good pick. Yeah. Easy. Your second round pick starts now. Oh, that's easy for me. Magic Johnson. All right. Colin. Your second round pick. First set of back-to-back starts now. All right. And if it's okay with Tony, I'm just going to pick my two here. Yep. I already know because you guys made it really easy for me. Second pick, arguably the greatest center, most dominant center of all time, Mr. Shaquille O'Neal. Whoa. Ooh. And then you going to say Wilt. You have 10 seconds. Big words. For I'm both kidding. of them in 30 I'm seconds? Kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I don't need that. I mean, I could. I can do it. And then – the most probably the most underrated player, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar said it himself that he would have kicked Michael Jordan's ass. He would have kicked LeBron James's ass. Mister Oscar Robertson. Nice. Oh, that's Ooh. Tough. oh. He, I was gonna take him. I was uh, gonna okay. take him to be honest, but I just felt that Magic Johnson just had a lot more of a overall gameplay. But like Oscar is a good, is a really good pick. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And then mm-hmm. with that, for me, I guess I'm gonna take. The greatest big man of all time. Sorry. Will Chamberlain. <laughs> I don't know if he's the greatest big man of all time. I mean, not the he's... most winningest. He's the greatest big man of all time. Man, that's a tough discussion. E Man, your 30 seconds starts now. What's your third pick? It's getting tougher, isn't it? Five seconds. I'm going to take Jason Kidd. Ooh. Oh, really? That's a great pick, man. Hey, top five in assists and steals, man. Don't underestimate it. Okay. I see you. I see you. 
All right. Interesting team. Okay. John, do you have your pick ready? Oh, man. You guys throw my draft board. In well, too bad. It's going up on the clock. So your third pick starts now. Okay. Whoa. I don't even know where I want to go with this. Honestly, because the next few rounds don't even matter at the order. I guess I'm going to have to go with, like, in my opinion, the best player left on the board, number 35 as a scorer. Mr. Arguably the greatest, you know who it is. It's KD. Arguably the greatest scorer of all time. Damn. That was going to be my next pick. That's fine. That's, that's, a, fine. that's a great pick. That's <clears throat> okay. Colin, you got me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Give me a second. Yeah, no worries, I was bro. strategizing. All right. You ready? Just let me know when. Just let me know okay. when. Three, two. All right. So I, I didn't say one to... yet. I didn't say go. <laughs> okay, go. Stop wasting so, time. So I forgot to pick my pre-80s player, which is really awkward now. But I think I'm going to go with a walking bucket here. JW? Mm, it hurts me to say this. It's going to be all Lakers team. Elgin <laughs> Baylor, you're going on nice. our squad. Oh, nice. I thought you were going to say J- Jerry West for a second. No, 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 no. That time you were at 29 seconds. I forgot to count you down. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Fine. You ready, Tony? Go. Three, shoot me. Two, one, go. So I have the 2010s and 2000s left. No, sorry, 2010s and the uh, what? Let's see. So I have 90s left. All right. So I'm going to go with the one of the greatest point guards of all time here. Actually, do I go power forward? Five seconds. I'm going to go with one of the best power forwards of all time, Carmelo. Ooh. Oh, nice. Wow. Good pick. Very good pick. Man, that's tough. I actually didn't screw myself over. All right. John. <laughs> Are you ready? I Yeah, I am. All right, go. I am going with a very underrated player, but perfect for the roster that I've built. A role player, champion, the second greatest shooting guard in his time period, Mr. Clyde Drexler. Interesting. Nice. Role player. Interesting. <laughs> role player. Wait, 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 wait. We, say, we say role player like he's, he's – like you're gonna scoff at him, but man, had it not been for Michael, he was the greatest shooting guard in his era. No, that's he was he, no. That's why. Yeah, he's not a role player. He's the top. He's not player. a role player, though. <laughs> he's not a role player. He's, well, I mean, I, it, on 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 the team that I have, he's uh, he, no, he's been a role player, right? Because Elijah one was the number one star, and then Drexler. It, when Drexler went to Portland, he was still, he was like a star, but not peak. Anyways, my point is. He he can play a, a role player, which when we have discussions, I think is going to be important. Wait, he started off in Portland. <laughs> yeah, he started off as a superstar. He was. That's what got him onto the dream team. He he was compared to Michael Jordan. He, like, he played like his first ten seasons with, with Portland. Portland. He only played like three with Houston. Yeah. Man, I have my timeline messed up. My bad. <laughs> I was like role player. What? <laughs> no, but role player when he won this championship. 
Yeah, True. but but I Wait, put Drex I put Drexler uh, in the uh in the nineties, I guess, but that was like the beginning of his nineties where he became yeah. a gold star, gold medalist where he became like his yeah, yeah, yeah. Star, right. So all right, moving on to E Man. Your thirty seconds are starting now. I'm gonna have to take Jerry West. Nice. Mm. Interesting. The logo. Nice. Because I didn't have anyone pre 80s. So. Unofficially. <laughs> <laughs> you got to stick that there. See, the pre 80s is a bit tough. The pre 80s has probably the like the best lineup, in my opinion, amongst all the teams. Okay. The most well rounded, for sure. Yeah, it's the most well rounded, for sure. 100%. These numbers are nasty. He averaged like 27 a game. So. The fact that Oscar is still on this board, I'm. Oh, no, no, Oscar's, taking, right? no, 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 Oscar's, Oscar's off, off, man. Oscar's off. But Oscar's the fact off. that Kuzi is still on the board for me is really surprising. Well, like, easy. Uh, Your 30 seconds starts now, so you can choose if you, you want to take Kuzi. I already took, took, yeah, took a point card. So. Um, but for me, mine is going to be probably – I had, like, probably a really good offense with defensive big man, so I'm going to take more of an offensive big man in this section. So, I'm going to take... Five seconds. The big Bart, Charles Barkley. Ooh. Ooh, I wanted him Big too. mound of rebound. I got a score and I got a rebound there in him, man. And it's great. Very great big man who can move the floor, so... So, you got two LeBrons, basically. Just one fat LeBron and one... Uh, <laughs> one undersized... No, it's, it's fat and undersized LeBron. I, I wanted to go for Dirk there, to be honest, bro. But I'm just like, either Dirk or Dennis were my other options. Fair enough. Fair enough. Cullum, you have the last back-to-back picks. Actually, no. You have... Yeah, you have... Yeah, I guess the last back-to-back picks, yeah? So, your fourth and your fifth round pick starts now. Okay, so I need an 80s player, I need a 10s, and then a small forward and a power forward. Shit. Okay. Shit. <laughs> this is, is going to take a bit of time. Fuck. Uh... Hmm. You have 30 seconds left. 30 sec. Oh, for both of them? Okay. For Shit. both. Okay. Fuck. This sucks. If not, I'm going to rant. If you miss over the okay. time, I should have went that. Okay. I should just like pick a random ass player for you. All right. We're going to go <laughs> with a. Uh, so we're going to go with Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> Good call. We're going to go with Kawhi. And then. 10 seconds. Well, he restarts, right? Because he. No. And then I'm going to go no. Kevin McHale. Nice. Oh, nice. Ah, that was tough. That's good, though. That's It's a good lineup you got there. I mean, if so. with what you were left with, man, like, you weren't – I would take Mikhail over everyone, mate. Like, yeah. You, like, your your options were, like, Neek and Davis or – yeah. Like, yeah, you that's the other yeah, one yeah. I was thinking. Your wings are defensively scary. I will say that. My team is will, defensively scary. <laughs> like, we will discuss that soon. Yes, your team is very defensively scary. We can talk about Mikhail too. Easy, your last pick, and you uh, are missing a shooting guard. Yeah, shooting guard. So your last pick starts now. 
this is tough. It's it's between either AI or D Wade here, man. Like in the two thousands, right? In two thousands, yeah. Oof. It's it's such a I mean, do I want to prime D Wade that was averaging thirty five in the finals? Or do I want an AI who took Philadelphia seven sixes to face the big threat in five Shaq seconds? <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna get AI. AI. Wow. Yeah. I mean shit. I need that take over. <laughs> so it was a tight one for me, man. I don't know. Yeah, it's tight. So E Man has the toughest, I think the toughest one here. You got left with the pre eighties and the power forwards. No. Um, not pre-80s. No, he took pre-80s. He already took his pre-80s. Oh, he took Russell. Never mind. Yeah, so you got the no. 80s. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, he took uh, West. He took West. Oh, he took did West. he take West? Pre-80s. Yeah, he has West. He has well, West. last is the 10s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the 10s. Okay. Yeah. All right. I guess that's that's okay. All right. Your draft starts now. There's really only one pick. Honestly, there. just numbers-wise, it's close. Kevin Love fell off. Jamon Green, I'd never take him. Bosh. <laughs> it's pretty easy. So, I mean, it's got to be Griffin or Davis. Obviously, I'm going to go with Davis. Okay. Wait, hold <laughs> up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold, hold the mic, hold the mic, hold Jaylen the mic. ready. <laughs> hold the mic, hold the mic. You were, you were figuring out between Blake Griffin and Anthony Davis who you're going to pick. Next time, go with Griffin, man. That way we can all laugh. I, the fact that it was even an option I'm is sorry. like, what? I'm sorry. Like, you guys are breaking what? Like, this is my last pick. Like, what? Of course it's going to be Davis. Uh, no, the fact that those are like, you, you isolated to the last two. Is the well, it's not going to be between Love. It's not going to be between Bosh. It's not going to be between Jamie. Well, well oh, here's, the thing. Here's, good. here's on, the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You can make an argument for Bosh. Here's the thing. Yeah. Everyone on that board besides Griffin has won a championship. So, it, like, Griffin's on the bottom of that tier. Griffin's never been healthy in the playoffs, though. So, I mean. Then why would you yeah, have between like... him and Davis as the final two? <laughs> What's that? Why would you have between him and Davis as the final two if he has never been healthy? Who cares? They were uh... just wasn't, – I was taking Davis regardless. Oh, okay, he was he was just trying to hype. He was trying to make it look like it was a tough decision. Mm-hmm. He, he that's remembers him be a jumping drop. over the hood of a car, not that's, the that's whole sucks. car, the hood of the car. Just... He meant sus, bro. <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> John, you have left I don't an even 80s need player it, but... and a shooting guard, I believe. No, no, wrong. The PG, PG, PG. Point guard. And I am taking arguably the second greatest point guard of all, all time. Uh, we can that's we can nice. discuss this. No, you're but right. But IT, Mr. IT. Oh, that's okay. We we gotta discuss this. Did nobody take Stockton as a point guard? Yeah, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. We we, we can't. We this. can't. We we Who? we no, I'm just limited. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. No one I, I'm going with the IT, Isaiah Thomas. No one picked not who? the little one, the eighties. <laughs> but the little one's not even on the board. They're both little. I, I don't they're know. both little. Isaiah Th- well, yeah, I know, but just wanted to clarify for our, our uh, listeners. Yeah, and, and and he's a he's not he's of of course not a better player than Blake Griffin, so he's not gonna be on this board. So <laughs> you're a Celtics um, fan, man. You gotta hype up your uh your homeboy. Give me a minute, Cullum. Actually, just give me thirty seconds. I already know who I'm picking already. All right, I have back to back picks. So this last pick here, um, three, two. Wait, this last pick here for the fifth round is gonna be my last pick, and then. 
the last round with my second pick of the back-to-back is the future round of future players. So that's the current players in today's NBA generation for listeners at home. And well, yeah, the rising stars basically. So yeah, start me up. Okay. So I'll just give you a minute. No, just give me 30 seconds. I'm good. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Well, I mean, 2010's point guard is all I need. Steph Curry. I'm surprised he's still on the board. So I was too. I was too. And my last pick. Oh man, I am gonna pick. I need some what passing. Doncic. Okay. Okay. Shit. Okay. I was gonna. I was looking into getting Giannis, but my thing is I had Kareem, so I didn't want Giannis on there. And then you'll see, you'll see my reasoning why I picked Doncic instead. So. But, yeah, that's my team. We'll review our teams afterwards. So, John, this is your future pick. 30 seconds starts now. Okay, based off my roster, the other player that I want on my team is... I don't know if I want Giannis or Simmons. Cool. You know what? MVP, Giannis. All right. Giannis goes off the board. Is E-Man going to give us something to be excited about again? We will see in three, two, one. Hold on, I got 30 seconds? Yep. Hmm. It's between D-Book and Zion. <laughs> Zion. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, okay, go, go, go. Just, just, just choose your pick, bro. <laughs> oh, that's, what that's what it comes down to for me. Ten seconds. Jokic. Mm, yeah, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take D book. All right. Booker. So, why I laughed was because when you said D book, comes eyebrow raised. <laughs> Colin, please explain. Oh, it's not because it's not because Devin Booker's not a good player. Devin Booker's an excellent player. Really, you're choosing him. You 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 did choose him. Okay, all right. Cool. Over, who else is left? Plenty is left. Plenty is left. <laughs> Better is left. Cat. <laughs> what do you know? It's like that, huh? It's like that. It's like that. Sometimes be like it be like that sometimes. You gotta have any of these. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, I think I can name a few. (laughs) Can I Z, can I borrow some of your fingers? Because I'm pretty sure I could count some more. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Just because you've only seen eight Phoenix games in your life, don't mean Okay, seven. (laughs) Seven. And they're all on the cast. And I was always drunk when I got home from the bar. Don't talk. Don't at me. All right, easy. Oh, yeah. Your your final pick for six man or your future round pick starts now. Who's music? Yo, someone got music going Yo, on. Yo, hey, what's this going on? No, I'm just... <sighs> I'm a fifteen go... seconds. Shit. There's DeAndre Ayton. The I got, a bonus. <laughs> I got I got the big man. John Collins. Pascal. Kelly Oubre Jr. Tsunami Poppy. I'll, I'll, I'll take Jason. Three. Who? Jason Tatum. Tatum. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, I already have the big men and the passing skills, so I was I can't pick Nikola Jokic because I already have that on my roster already. I'd have Guys, to no one has mentioned Cat yet. Nah, no trash. one's mentioning it. <laughs> Why would we Cat mention? Cat has it? been on trash team. No, but he, he chose to stay left. on trash. Why is that team trash? It's not his fault. Because, <laughs> because they refuse to put in the effort to make the team better. Men's oh. 25, 10, good for Those like three numbers. threes a game. Okay, that was what Kevin Love was with, his, with the Timberwolves. Exactly. Uh, uh, no, I, I'm just throwing that name out there. He 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 was in my top. He was the he was my fifth. Like I, but I, I thought he would get some sort of discussion. Well, we'll actually, he there. was he was like he was five through seven for me. Okay, but, okay, uh, we'll 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 have anyways. that as a discussion point afterwards to see who who was missing on who's off the board that's still there that we uh, them, that we're surprised. All right, call him. I think this makes it very easy for you. You have the very uh, final pick of this fantasy draft. Very interesting draft, too, to least to say. Mm-hmm. Go. I could actually go two ways here. Well, you want, me to name, you want me to name off your uh, available players again? You have DeAndre Ayton, Kari Anthony Towns, apparently. Well, there's. Do- uh, I mean, I'm choosing between Donovan Mitchell and Zion here. Uh, you're capping, right? De'Aaron Fox. Tyler Hero. Simmons would be. So how are any of these guys better than Book? Five, four, three, two. Uh, Zion. Okay. Oh. It's it's not it's not my the the players I named off was sarcasm, E man. No, I know, but like, how is whatever? Go ahead. I don't care. Better than, better than book. book. Simmons is better. Yeah, than I would book, choose man. Donovan Mitchell How right now. Wait, wait, wait. Can we? Uh, Billy has the worst late game offense because you can't do anything with Simmons. You can't give him the ball because he can't make foul shots. He can't shoot. Billy has Simmons, the worst late game offense uh, in the NBA, bro. Guys, we're thinking like full full picture here, right? Like you want offense, defense. Book is a s- average defender at best. Okay. Simmons, 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 in my opinion, Simmons. was the best. Simmons, <laughs> Simmons was the best defender in the NBA this year. Okay, what's your uh, point? Uh, arguably, have, arguably, defensive player of the year. Booker's right? a good player. I would have chosen no. Donovan Mitchell no. over Devin Booker. I thought that was. I would have either. I would have chosen Paul Murray. Like I said, you guys Booker. have only seen Booker play eight games. It's no, crazy. no, I, I think Booker's fantastic. I had Booker in my top five. No, I've but, seen book. Yeah, Mitchell is great too. Like Booker's for sure. He's an elite scorer. Like I said, like, I, I mean Booker's an elite scorer, but that's elite. that's it. I'm shocked none of He's us took Simmons. I'm I'm honestly so shocked none of us took Simmons. Simmons can't no, shoot no, Simmons is not a scorer. But I mean, he, I got so, I got Shaq on my I already team. have someone like him. Gross. I have Magic the, 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 But he's a playmaker, man. Like, well, yeah. I if have, you have two playmakers. Look, Simmons is averaged 16, 8, and 8 all three years. All right. No improvement. He's not getting better at scoring. He's not getting better at shooting foul shots. He still can't. That's make- not what you need him for. In your like, it, I'm talking about like as a whole team. Like it's offense. If we're going head to head matchups, like if your team already has a ton of scoring, you want him because he's a playmaker. He's, he's arguably the best passing big man on that board outside of Jokic. Can we? Can we? He's the best uh, passer outside of Jokic. Yeah. 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 Possibly, yeah. right? That's, he's that's the best defender. But like, that's, he's the se- that's, best that's, defender, that's second fair. best defender. Maybe, but he can't shoot. Right. But that's not what you need him for. Like Shaq well, can't need shoot. him at all, and neither did anybody else. Okay. Well, when we get into it, we'll, we'll break down the rosters. Hey, I just. Why do you think the Sixers are trash? 
Nah, that's that's jo- that's a poor argument, that's, man. That's that's Joel's fault. That's not. I can't blame Ben Simmons for them being trash. Joel himself. He's so co- no, but Joel's we'll, we'll go into we'll get into it. roster breakdowns. Roster breakdowns. Yeah. Joel's more inconsistent. Does opinion. everybody need like a smoke break or what? Like. <laughs> So before we head into sharing our thoughts on each other's rosters and everything, let's go with Cullum first with number one over, overall draft pick here. Can you please break down your roster and the positions they play for as well? Yeah, yeah I'll just go top to down. So Michael Jordan was the number one overall pick, shooting guard from the 90s. Second pick was Shaq, from center from the 2000s. And I picked Oscar Robertson, <clears throat> pre-80s point guard. And then Kawhi, small forward, 2010s. And then Mikhail, power forward from the 80s. And then future six-man, Zion Williamson. Thank you. Easy. So for my team, my first pick was LeBron James. I'm small forward. Basically, he can play almost every position. Down the field from Cleveland. No one cares. Just just give us your your, your position and your decade. Hey, you asked me a question. I'm answering. Relax, my friend. I'm just telling right. you to name your roster out, the position, and the years. That's all I'm asking. Okay. I do not all need right. to know all what right. they're good all at. Right. We will discuss Damn. that. Hey, something all this hate going on over here. Okay, my center was Will Chamberlain, pre-80s. My point guard was Magic Johnson in the 80s. My power forward was the 90s, Charles Barkley. And then my shooting guard was AI from the O's. And then my future player, Jason Tatum. Moving on to E-Man, the most so, interesting man in the world right now. <laughs> right. Uh, I took Akeem from the 90s as a center. Bird from the 80s as a three. Kid from the 2000s, point guard. Jay West from the pre, pre-80s, was it? Yep. Anthony Davis as a four from the 10s. And then Booker for the future. Thank you. John? My draft order went Duncan, power forward, 2000s, Russell at center, pre-80s, Kevin Durant, small forward, current, Drexler at shooting guard from the 90s, IT the 80s for point guard, and then my bench player is Giannis Antetokounmpo from the future. Surprised you didn't pick Ben Simmons, John. Uh, <laughs> with my team almost did. pardon sorry <laughs> almost did almost did all right we'll talk about that then i guess <laughs> uh for my team my number one pick was kobe shooting guard from the thousands kareem center from the 80s elgin baylor small forward from the pre-80s carl malone power forward from 90s steph curry point guard from the 2010s and luka Doncic, wonder kid from your future that's our teams now we're going to go into discussion but before that let's take a quick little break oh oh it's getting a bit spicy in there don't you think but before we get to finish our final spots we're going to take a short little break usually podcasts would have sponsor spots like these i don't unfortunately I just want to take this time to tell you guys to go get yourself a glass of water, yell at the clouds, or message your friends of the hot takes you've been hearing thus far. Or you can hop onto our IG account at BB Shop Quintet Podcast and email us at BB Shop 
quintetpodcast at gmail.com for your comments, questions, for any updates or input. Now, we will see you in a few. Does anyone have any thoughts on people's rosters as I just sent it to all y'all? Your team is nasty. Who? Yours. Thank you. I rigged it. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Then I'd say probably Easy's team. But Colin's team is pretty close with MJ and Shaq and Oscar, man. Fuck. Oh, damn. I don't know why you picked Mikhail. <laughs> well, okay. so, well, he had to. I had to pick. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, looking back on it, I think I could have instead gone with Anthony Davis and then either Nick. Dominique or I think James Worthy would have been fine too. Mm-hmm. No, no. Well, between oh, no, those, between the eighties for power fours, and I mean Mikhail's yeah probably the best of those. Yeah, so I had to kind of like what it was basically came down to. Would I rather have Kawhi or would I rather have? Mm. Anthony Davis. I guess, I mean, you could make an argument for Dominique and then you could just have like your wings just being dunking machines. Yeah. But I figured Kawhi would fit well with MJ because, you know, if you're going to replace somebody with Pippen, like if you're you're going to replace Pippen, Kawhi is pretty pretty darn close there. And even like with Mikhail, at least, Mikhail's not somebody who's going to demand the ball on that team. Right. So here's my question to everyone. Actually, for Tony, mm-hmm. are, how are we battling off these rosters? Because, like, the, the way that I was thinking about this draft is, like, are we going by era? Are you going, like, playing pre-80s style, 80s, 90s, so, 2000s, so, and then current? Like, how, are we, how, how do we have a baseline for, like, hey, this is the best roster? So, right now, we're just going to say, based on the team itself, we're going to decide amongst the five of us as discussion, based on the talent, who has who has the best talent fit who has the best fit a team and then in terms of now in terms of that i would say in today's game just because it we could that's 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 always the basis or the line of every debate is especially with the mike uh the jordan versus lebron debate right like you could squeeze them into any you know generation they'll play well but then everyone else is like just based on the era so with that being said this will be just for today like we'll be tossing the ig and we could d- discuss per era as well we could go through per era we'll see who which team would win in a best of game seven series for the championship mm. because on here we have a bigger longer medium to discuss it right but when i toss an ig it'll be just for today's game because it's more relevant for them no for sure for sure so so yeah let's discuss who who has the best talent who has the most stocked super team squad you know what i I really like john's with duncan and russell as his first two picks i feel like that i mean if you were going to put that team at any area that Duncan and Russell would just be like okay we're just gonna guard the paint and you can't score inside and they'll be like you know personality wise they'll be just so monet they'll just be like chill with each other right yeah. I mean offensively though obviously you got KD but Jack Duncan. I don't think he scored much more than 20 same with Isaiah 28 
20, I think he was a career, what is this? His peak was 28. And he's, he's a 20 but, career but point what year? What no, year? No. Wait, who are you what talking year? about? Drexler, Drexler, Drexler. We're talking about Drexler. But what year? What year? Because, career score? No, like what years did he score 28? Because it's uh, based 87, on... 87, 88, 89. I mean, I'm assuming we're all... Like all these players that we chose are like on peak. we're choosing them as peak, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, if yeah. I had to take, because if I had to redo this, I wouldn't take Shaq if he was on like the Cavaliers or Boston. No, of course. <laughs> of course. Let's not let's not subject myself <laughs> to like torture here. Come on. Um, Who's Shaq on the Heat? Is if he honestly Shaq yeah. kind of went down after 06. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah. I mean, right before Phoenix, yeah. Yeah. But, but right. again, I, I think I think we take peak player for for all these guys. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, right? you're not gonna be like uh, an end of career. Mm-hmm. You're right. No, but I, John, I do have to echo Cullum's point too. You took probably the best back-to-back Defense. picks. I was kind of surprised you reached for Duncan. I thought you could have picked Duncan in the second round, given it was a snake order. So for me, I thought, to be completely honest, I thought power forward was the weakest position on the board. Really? Like, well, like, I ended up with Mikhail, so. As in, 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 in this way, in, in, a, in a two-way in a two-way game, regardless of what era we're talking about, right? Because, like, Carl Malone in today's game, he was a massive mid-range, but, man, he sucked at the free-throw line. And he'd be he'd, at end of game, anyone? And then the issue would be, like, he'd probably move to a five in today's game. I would honestly have, like, Garnett over Malone in terms of, like, every era. I know that's, like, a pretty, like, crazy stance, right? Yeah, but, yeah it is a pretty good But, but here's, but, here's my question, though, John, to add on top of I thought Malone Bum's was question. a decent foul shooter. Pardon, sorry? I thought Malone was a decent foul shooter. Malone, I think, was, like, a 70%, but, like, late game, he was, like, he, like, just yeah, didn't know how to make a shot. The only time I'll ever pick Garnett over Malone is 04. No other year. Oh, four, but defensively too, right? Garnett, defensively, Malone was a good defender. Don't get me wrong, but Garnett was a little more oomph. Malone's I don't know. That's just man. He was literally they they, they called him the mailman. Like he delivered. Oh, for sure, like, for he, sure, for sure. Yeah, more, but, I mean, like, a lot of that is Stockton too, but still. Yeah, but he had a lot of more offensive potential in any in any era than I guess like Kevin like Kevin Garnett. So it's. Kevin Garner, the defensive ability, yes. But overall, speaking-wise, it wasn't a better player than Malone. Okay, uh, anyways, regardless of that, I only had four viable big men that I could draft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mikhail, for me, was a, was a fringe player, but, like, Elvin Hayes were, 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 were overlooking. But Elvin Hayes in today's NBA, I think, just wouldn't work. No. Right. But here's my question, though. Like, if, if let's, just say, let's just say you didn't reach your Duncan, Garnett isn't much of a drop-off, in my opinion. Mm. Like in terms, in terms, in terms Oof. of like similarities, they were very similar players, offensive and defensively, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, not but much Dunk- of a drop off. Like that's a bit. That's Mon- a mid, for 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 the closest comp in terms of big man, like a power forward would be Garnett, and the drop off isn't even that far if you're looking for someone that like who 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 fits that need, right? Who fits that niche? My so, my point with with. John taking Duncan was uh, I think he could have picked Duncan either in this it could have picked Duncan in the second round and picked second, up let's go Russell Russell he, first he, no I would have I mean if it were me I would have either picked I would have either picked Kareem Magic or Bird at like before Duncan 
That, that's just I, my point. I had – no, and I get that. But for me, the Duncan's defensive pedigree over everyone, like MVP Duncan and the longevity of his career and his – how humble he was as a player. Like, you can transition to him – essentially, like, the way that I looked up the, the roster construction is, like, I wanted to have a team that could actually play together, right? Yeah. Play defensively, play offensively. And not be the star, which is why I had Kate. Like I ended up with Katie and, and snatching him because like he can be the offensive star, and Duncan's fine with it. Mm, yeah. Russell's the same way. Like Russell, th- there's a few players on this list that kind of have that mentality that I had ranked higher than players who were like one-way players or players that needed the ball in their hand. Like, yeah. So for example, like E-Man. Like, oh, wait, no. Yeah, Easy. I think has LBJ, Magic. That roster, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's me. Yeah, like my issue with that roster is like Wilt needs the ball in the paint. Barkley needed the ball in his hands to score. AI needed the ball to score. Right? No, it's like see, there's that's... only so many balls that can go around. And the issue with Barkley defensively, liability at 6'5, I'll be generous. AI liability. He was still a great rebounder, though. Yeah, oh, fantastic. Like, and, and rebounding fantastic is rebounder. just as important on defense. It's not oh, about guarding your man. It's not like, even also about the. But you also have to remember that LeBron and Magic are both six nine. Are both, yeah. Oh, so, for sure. Hey, that, it, and and nothing to take away, but and defensively the, overall. No, defensively overall, we have so much versatility on our roster, and if we are going against today's game, it works perfectly, because of the versatility that we have, we can switch anyone one to five. Like, Charles Barkley is physical enough to guard any position. And the thing about it is that MJ, sorry, Magic Johnson and LeBron both don't need the ball in their hands as much. Like, LeBron passes the ball. LeBron and Anthony Davis, oh, they sure. work. LeBron and Anthony Davis, they work because of LeBron was able to feed Anthony Davis in the paint. Anthony Davis was able to go to work in the mid-range. That's the exact same way LeBron and Wilt were going to play. Magic and Barkley can work together as well. And when it comes to late game, we give air the ball. I don't see, like, that's, like, the roster itself is built and who can how the team can be successful in the beginning of the game, offensively, defensively, and then at the late game, if it comes to a tight position, we give away the ball, AI go does this thing, and then we know we can get the W from that. So I, I would argue that you're, you're – that, sorry, not, not to pick on your team specifically, but, like, yeah. defensively, it's, it's possibly the weakest out of everyone's mm, – yours or I Tony's. I would call I myself. <laughs> you, that's, what, that's what I said. That's why you, you are Tony. But, like, I love Column's two-way of, of his roster – and I'm, even he, yeah. I mean, in LeBron's prime, he was second in defensive voting, defensive um, player of the year yeah. the one time, which he should have won because of he was second in defensive player of the year voting, but then it was first team all defense. And Marc Gasol, who won the defensive player of the year that year, was second team all defense. Oh, for sure, so, for sure. That, so that was, that's more of a flaw in the whole voting system. Yeah. So system, for me, in, in, in his it, yeah. in his in his prime, LeBron was an elite defender. Same as Magic. Yeah, I mean, he's still, he's still I know, is. Will, yeah, he's still, and Will was also an elite defender. So it's not the fact that, and in today's game, we don't really need elite defenders to, like, defense to be that as elite as they are. But in, in their the playoffs, day, you would. Oh, yeah. But we have. Not like, not like they did in the defenders. 90s and 2000s. This, see, th- this is my issue, though. They're like, throw. Yeah. Barkley's getting eaten up by most of the power forwards on this board. Same with AI, like, especially if you're switching. Right, the, 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 that that's my thing. Tony, oh, just, no offense, Tony, thing. yours, yours is getting crushed, man. <laughs> well, Steph Curry's like uh, Barkley, though, man. Like Barkley was an MVP. Barkley, like, so he's not getting. Know he killed enough. it, like in his in his prime. He was averaging like what, like fifteen boards a, a game one year, not six five. Like, come on. Like th- this is the thing. You can, no switch, the power forward. You can switch the ball to power forward. 
Yeah. Magic Johnson played the center when Kareem was hurt during the playoffs. That's how he won his finals MVP as a freshman. That, that was, right. that was so, one game. Yeah, but you got to understand, like, we have players that can be playing that position. The Broncos switch to power forward. And then you can switch Charles Barkley to small forward. And, like, it works out either way. So my team has that versatility where you can move around players and can still be fine. And, like, AI is probably the ultimate competitor of NBA history. Oh, yeah. So, that needed yeah, you don't really want AI switching on bigger guys, but, like, AI is not going to give up shit type of thing. Mm -hmm. That's just my opinion. Oh, no, no, for sure. I, again, AI is a player that I actually had crossed off my list uh, in terms of drafting. Like I had not drafting I had, him? The, like, he wasn't even, like, an, an option because mm. defensive liability. Mm. I had weight over – I had personally, I had weight over AI. Yeah, and – I wanted to draft a shooting guard from the 2000s so bad, but – I, I yeah. know it's easy. Cullum. I, I, I'm kind of surprised you didn't pick D-Wade because just for the sake of having D-Wade and LeBron, LeBron on the same team. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, I, I really thought, for me, that's the thing. It's like, I really thought about that as a whole. Like, D-Wade, he's probably the most defensively-minded guard, like, in, like, the O's era. Most blocks but, from a shooting guy. Yeah, yeah. most blocks outside from of, guard. Outside of KD. Uh, outside of Kobe. Yeah. Well... Mm. Yeah, mm. it's debatable mm. still. It's debatable, yeah. It's debatable still, yeah. But for me, it's just that I had so many, like, I guess, like, sh willingly sharing players on my roster. I just needed the one person who had, like, like the full-on drive. You know, it was like with AI, his drive and his competitiveness was completely second to none during yeah. his time. Yeah. So for me, just, like, just adding that extra piece onto my roster, I feel like, that I needed that over D Wade. I know D Wade and LeBron traveled together. AI but... barely ever played with anyone that was good. Yeah. Who do you have? Uh, Prime Mello. Yeah, but Mel look at Mello still. Like Mello's just. But when he had Prime, when he had Prime, we're talking about when, Prime Mello though. But when he had Prime Mello, AI he was. was yeah, he was yeah, already. AI different. was on the was decline, older. and they're going against teams like. You know, Kobe's still. The Kobe's, yeah. Like, they're going against the Spurs. They're going against the Lakers. So, like, the they Phoenix were. Suns. Phoenix Suns. It's a miracle they the got to the Western stuff. Conference Finals the time that they did. You know, but no, it's not. No, they got an 09, right? 09. 09 yeah. yeah. But it's still, like, the fact that he was able to make it as an old man, even though he had Prime Melo. Imagine if he had younger Melo. The roster that he had with Philadelphia to go up against Shaq in the finals and still take them to what? They weren't swept. They took them to Okay, six okay. Let, let's up, also so. say this: like AI got pretty lucky in that run too, man. Like any any Raptors team in that exactly. That's that's my the, for, for, during AI's run to the finals. It was like it, it was a toss up. It, it was anyone. And then New Jersey could have beaten them made it. So, uh, exactly. But the, I, I mean, it, all but it worked out. Right? AI is so, fantastic. But that's, it, yeah. that's the thing, right? It's. But once again, who else did AI have to even pass the ball to? Okay, now we're just talking about greatness, but I'm I'm talking about overall roster construction. But yeah, yeah, we've been talking about AI for way too yeah. long. Yeah, yeah I like Collins team though. I like Collins team a lot. Yeah. Like you I, have I think defensive the, prowess, you have offensive prowess on that team. Mostly, the only it's very defensive. For Collins team. Well, I think we can all agree is like in today's era, they might struggle to score baskets in terms of like threes. Yes, yes, yes. Mm, and also, yeah. spreading well, the I floor mean, is a big issue for your for your era. I, I mean, I, I think I think if you're trying to put Oscar 
as a comparison. Well, I should say Russell Westbrook as Russell a comparison Westbrook. to Oscar Robertson. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you have to kind of consider if, if they were in this era, would they be able to adapt and be able to learn how to like space the floor more? Oh, yes. Like, they would. I mean, Oscar was a great scorer too. He had multiple seasons where he scored mm-hmm. 30, 30 points a game. Got 30 yeah. points a game. And in, in I, a... Think, I think everybody on this team, except maybe Oscar, but that's because those awards weren't given out. Everybody on my roster has been all defensive team. Mm-hmm. Like first, all first defensive team. I think I don't know if they had that award when Oscar Robertson was was playing. You had a a pick that I didn't envy, like in in terms of Mikael, just because like that was like a well, I mean, a, a power forward. He, he's I mean, a, he's a great Mikhail, power forward. Like don't Mikael is a, yeah he he gets overshadowed by being a teammate of Larry Bird. You yeah, know? but he was, he was I mean elite, he was a, he, an elite power forward when he played. You could argue he was like the second best team on that Celtics team. I mean, yeah. it depends on if you think Robert yeah. Parrish was better than Kevin McHale. You mm, could make an argument yeah. for that. It does kind of stick out as a th- sore thumb. I think if I picked like Anthony Davis and then Dominique, I think it would look better in terms of star power. But mm-hmm. I mean, nice thing about McHale is that he can kind of work with anybody, you know. No, no for here, sure. Here, uh, sorry, go ahead, Tony. No, here's my question for you, Cullum. You said you were having troubles figuring out who would you pick with, like, would you rather have a Kawhi or Anthony Davis, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, would you have, if, let's just say you picked Davis, what would have been your small forward? It would have been either, Dom- it, it probably would have been Dominique. You could make a case for James Worthy as well, but it would have been, I mean, it would have been that would have been a fun team to watch as Michael Jordan and Dominique together, like just dunking over everybody and <laughs> and stuff. But basically, I had to. It came down to because I know you know like whoever I chose for my tens would dictate my eighty. So it was a choice: do would I rather have Kawhi or AD? And that's I, I think that's closer than what people might say. I, I end up with Kawhi, and I think the majority of people would go with Kawhi, maybe. Yeah, no, I but, think for my for myself, I would have went with Kawhi as well, because if you look at it, you paired like as I said when I when you drafted it, when drafted Kawhi, I was like, that's a scary pair of like wing defenders, right? MJ there. and Kawhi, yeah, yeah, yeah. The wings, because like you said, you said Kawhi is the current closest comp to Pippen. Well, um, he's a better Pippen. He's a better. Uh, Pippen. He's agree. a better Pippen, man. Come on, this. As a defender, as a as a defender, I think they're they they're pretty similar. Like toss up, man, toss up. I I, I don't want to answer that question. Who said who said it was a better Pippen? I I said he's better Pippen because of the offensive mm. side. The like yeah, the load that he living. handled as the Raptors in the in the finals run last year, the, and, and the job that he did in prime peak LeBron from Miami. Okay, no, don't no. We're not comparing the prime peak LeBron because if he won MVP in the finals and he held LeBron to twenty-seven, eight, and eight, that's not a comparison. You can't say that. Like when people bring up that oh, prime defensive, no, LeBron shot what fifty percent from the field, forty percent from three, twenty-seven, oh, eight, eight. That was a triple double. <laughs> he, yeah, he almost had a triple double, and Kawhi won MVP because of you. No, no, no. Stopped. Pull up, pull up the um, when Kawhi was actually on. Uh, let me pull this up. When Kawhi was actually on on LeBron, man, it was on the Spurs. Let me, I'll pull it up. One sec, one sec. Yeah, but he averaged like sixteen points a night. 
Yeah, so for me, you can't just be like, oh, because of the work you've done LeBron. No. It's it's the same argument Overall. you're using, John. Your argument's the same when you're saying Iggy won the 2015 NBA Finals because he's locked down LeBron. Look yeah, at the stats LeBron not... put on the Warriors like that. Year. Yeah, like he still put up numbers against them. So for me, you can't – when people compare that year, it wasn't just him. It was that. It but it's not just that. It's It's – so if we look at advanced statistics for LeBron, uh, sorry, for Kawhi for his, for his career, what season was it when uh, right before his injury, his ankle injury, teams would avoid his side of the court. He was an eraser of a side of the court, right? The advanced statistics showed that if you ever threw the ball at, at his side, he just, his defensive efficiency was insane. I'll, I'll pull up the, uh, his defensive efficiency. Was it it's 2016? also in that, 2014 finals i think what's important to know is like Kawhi was playing deny lebron getting the ball right every time that uh, Kawhi was on him right so it's not just about what he did with his touches but it's the fact that he made it so that the heat would have to go through d wade and bosh and the others as opposed to like lebron right yeah but even yeah. still saying that oh the work that he did overall LeBron still put up great numbers regardless oh, he did. of the hundred percent. So, but how many of those how many of those numbers were put when Kawhi was on him versus when anybody else was on him, right? Because so if you wait, shoot like so if just, you shoot seventy percent over player A and then shoot like twenty, thirty percent over player B, that's gonna average out. Okay, okay. Assuming so assuming the so same here, number of shots. This this is um this is a uh, this is the metric that we'll use. When the when Leonard was LeBron's primary defender. So no switching off, primary defender. You saw his, he took 70%, 17% fewer shots. He had 35% fewer touches. Like, so people getting it into him. And he had 22%, uh, sorry, he would drop, this is 8%. Are you looking drives. at the ESPN article? Yeah, the ESPN article. <laughs> yeah, okay, I was, I'm looking at the same one. <laughs> And so, like, the metrics are telling you, like, when the primary – but the thing is, it's just like with Steph Curry. You can hide it, right? Just set screens, screens, screens. Okay, now you have, like, your worst defender on LeBron. I mean, that's what they were doing to Curry. Does anyone remember that play when Van Vliet was cooking Curry in game six? Yeah, and Curry essentially took Livingston and shoved him out and said, I'm getting Danny Green. You go defend this guy. It's the same idea, right? It's like when, when he's on – He's good. Anyways, my only critique to Cullum's roster overall was the threes are hard to come by on this roster. And so in today's era, it, it, it does look a little clogged to me right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, my assumption would have been, like, if they played in today's era, like, how many of them would adapt to today's era? And I'm yeah. pretty sure, oh, for like, sure. Yeah, yeah, Michael yeah. would have been able to shoot the three. Oscar, I'm sure, would. I'm sure Kevin McHale could – take a uh, Oscar the thing about Oscar is that Oscar's wasn't as physical as Westbrook so Westbrook like his offense was predicated with the dunks and the layup so he didn't shoot as much as Oscar Oscar could adapt to three better than Westbrook yeah yeah, oh, yeah for yeah. sure Oscar shot I, right? I pulled this up Oscar shot 83 percent from the free throw line not to say free throw line is any is indicative of good shooting but uh, of like good three-point shooting but typically the correlation is if you're good free throw shooter, it'll translate to the NBA three. So I, I, I see your argument, Cole. Can you imagine that Russell Westbrook cannot adapt to three-point shooting even though he was trained in a three-point shooting era versus Oscar Robinson? Also, Westbrook, have we seen him shoot his form? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I find it funny. Because... Yeah. 
Wait, sorry, uh, what did you say? Westbrook used to be a really good foul shooter. Is he not anymore? Know, really? No, no, he's not anymore. It's like what, seventy percent, seventy-five? He was, he was probably like mid seventies. Yeah, his last no, no, no. peak. Beginning of his career, it's... I'll read off all the foul percentage. 81, 78, 84, 82, 80, 82, 84, 81, 85. And then the last three seasons, 73, 66, 76. Because uh, he's he jacking the dogs. Shooting the foul shots. Mm, but he used to be good. So just because nice. a good foul shooter doesn't necessarily mean you shoot threes. No, I said it's typically the, the standard when we're doing like the uh, – for drafting, right? Where you typically look at your college mm-hmm. three-point, and then that's how you translate – sorry, college free throw translate into NBA. It's like they have the potential to. And, and that's, that's what I'm saying. Okay, I can see it in Colin's roster. Why don't we jump to Hemen's roster? Yeah. My thing is – the, the Hakeem pick. I know that's, it might seem a bit of a reach. Like I wouldn't have done it, but I can, I can dig that. I, I do love myself some Hakeem. No, no, you meant why why Hakeem over Russell and Kareem and Shaq? Uh, so, like I said, I went through each cluster of five players and I picked a cluster before the draft. So, like, say, for example, one of you guys took Hakeem, I was still going to take a big man within that era. If it oh. was Patrick Ewing, Matumbo, David Robinson, like, I decided by each era which – five players I was going to pick regardless of how you guys picked because I thought it was going to like affect the rest of my team. So like the only place that I changed my mind, I wanted a shooting guard from the two thousands and I originally wanted Kobe and I couldn't decide between Wade and Iverson. I just went with kid and then I switched my shooting, my point, my point guard because initially I wanted Robertson once that was the only switch up that I did. So, yeah, so when you draft I, – I see why you draft the kid because based on your strategy, that's why kid would be up there. But I'm looking at what you chose afterwards, like Jerry West from, like, pre-'80s, mm-hmm. which was a shooting guard in your 2010s, right? Like, for 2010s, mm-hmm. that, would, that could have left you with Curry as your point guard. Yeah. But I, I want – so, like I said, one I, like, beforehand, I was, like – my center's going to come from the 90s. My but you power switched forward up. was coming from the 10s. My small forward was coming from the 80s. My shooting guy was going to come from originally in the 20s, but I changed it to the pre-80s. And then my point guard was originally going to be pre-80s, but I changed it to the 2000s. Hmm. So that's how I went. Like, Because if I started just trying to get the best player, obviously you can't. And then the best player available, like, is Kareem better than Hakeem? Obviously, is Wilt? Probably. But, like, I already decided where I was going to pick my player from. So my, my critique on your roster would be, like, you have three fantastic playmakers, but you have – scoring would be very hard to come by outside of Bird. I mean, Hakeem can score, don't get me wrong, but, like, in terms of, like, a, West, a, a ball dominance. West, West averaged, like, 28 points West a game. Could put, yeah, West could put up – AD averages 27 points a game. Bird, I'm not sure what his average was, but I'm sure it's like 25. Hakeem could score pretty darn well. So, uh, Bird, Bird dropped 30 with his left hand. Bird can score points. Kid, kid, kid is the only one that wouldn't be a able true playmaker. To, yeah, would, like he he wouldn't need to score, but if he did, he's a really good three point shooter now. Look at all time three points shooting list. Like, so Bird career kid? averaged 24. 
Who else is on my team? Hakeem. Uh, Hakeem. In, in that <laughs> in that light, though, like, why would you? I I would have chosen Steve Nash over Jason Kidd. Yeah. But um, defensively, I'm man, Steve, Nash would get roasted. I just always hated on Steve Nash because he got MVP. <laughs> Those two times. <laughs> so wait, like, wait, wait, wait. He he got Co- he beat Co- you said he beat Kobe in MVP. In MVPs a few times. And he also beat him. <laughs> he, he beat him once. I'm a, I'm a diehard Kobe fan. That was there was once. I mean, I'm one where I'm like Kobe's team's records weren't good enough for him to win it, but Kobe. Yeah, yeah. the stats. Okay. And like Westbrook was the first player to get MVP with his team being trash. So. Well, I I don't I don't hate the kid pick, but like I would have. I would have preferred like a, a Curry and then drafting a power forward from the. Uh, you guys think overall 2000s. Steve Nash is a better point guard than J. Kidd? Yes. Facilitator, 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 facilitator. facilitator yeah. Story, Not a better story, overall. J. Kidd. Fantastic. Who amazing. Who has more assists? J. Kidd. In, I mean, this, in this system, and Steve Kidd Nash would have been a better fit. Have to. It, it's also like shooting, man. Like Jake, Jake Kidd, at the end of his let, let's get this right. At the end of his career is when he became a three point shooter. Like when he, with the Knicks and with Dallas yeah. and like tail and tail and Nets. But like early on in Phoenix, man. I was just thinking I, defense rebounding. I'd say they're equal playmakers. Nash is also a better shooter. Free throw, he yeah. set records. Three pointers, he's also a better shooter there too. But I thought J.K. was good enough for the two of those. He's a good defender, mm-hmm. uh, better rebounder. So that's why I went with Kid. Yeah, it's a toss. It's a toss up between those two. They're both good. He's choices. just a better defender, in my opinion. Yeah. Playmaking wise, I think when you chose Kid, you don't give up much. Yeah. Compared to if the you defense. chose Kid over, uh, Na- sorry, Nash over Kid for the defense. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So the trade off was, I guess it's it's validated there. So. Uh-huh. Let's go to John's roster. I say weak defensively in the well, not really weak defensively, but like on the sides, on the wing, on the sides, and no, on the sides in the guard position. Mm. But like they're both. Well, Isaiah was a, was a phenomenal defender during his time, so you know I'll give him that much. A little bit on the sides, but he was a good defender. Drexler <clears> was okay. I don't know about his defensive stats. I don't think he was elite, but I think he was good enough. But other than that, I think he has a really good defensive roster. You know, he's got size and small forward, power forward, and, you know, in the center. I guess the only thing that he would lack is the three-point shooting aspect of it. Yeah. right. That's what I was going to say. Even with the addition of Giannis, you have a three-headed monster, a really good, like, front court defensively, but no three-pointer. Like, I don't think Bill Russell would adapt. I don't think. No. And you also have the inability to spread the floor with your roster. So that really does hurt you. And a big they don't even have team. that much playmaking either, but defense. Damn. I thought Isaiah was a pretty good. He's a he's a, no, he's a good playmaker. Isaiah, compared to the rest of the teams that we all made, yeah, definitely the worst in terms of playmaking. I so the way that I saw this is Russell was a playmaker from the center position. Duncan, I I, I would argue really know that. Come on, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I know Russell averaged like twenty five boards a night, but I don't think he ever scored more than twenty points a game. Assist, he didn't need really, to because he had. He didn't. He didn't. Yeah. There was, 12, there was twelve teams back then. Like, that's why I don't. Well, what, really we know. can't use that argument, right? Because mm-hmm. then all the pre-80s players' stats are inflated. Of course. Like West of course. Oscar, like to to say that because of the number of players that uh, the number of teams that existed, 
like we can't use that stats argument or else we have to use it for everyone. No, no, I'm just saying like I don't know that he's a playmaker. I know he killed it at defense and I know he grabbed every rebound. But the, the, so for me like the mind, man, like just the way that he saw the floor, the the there's a reason why he was the first and only ever player coach that ever existed, right? But my yeah. thing was my my team could really think and see the floor in in terms of who they were. You're very so, you're stretching their their potential. That's the thing. Yeah. Like it's not there. It's not face value. Like you're saying they could, they could, they could do this. No, but as a, as a, no, as they, they showed it as a team player, right? So for example, Duncan, he, he was good for like what five assists a game. Russell, good for five assists a game. It is your main guy who's gonna have the ball ninety percent of the time, right? And then Drexler, I, I don't need him to be a. For me, I didn't need him to be a like the, the the primary ball handler for me that was KD and IT and I, and I don't disagree like three pointers for me it was like IT if I extrapolated it today in the same way that Oscar if you extrapolated it today then those would be your three-point shooters and Duncan was a decent mid-range like if, if I were to critique my own team I'd be like yeah I could definitely see the argument like threes is where you're going to be hard to come by but mm-hmm. defensively I have three seven footers long defenders Drexler not nothing to scoff at an it i would argue is was a fantastic defender yeah, at that point. yeah but but here's the thing though you have three big men but in terms of wing defenders you you lack a lot you lack a bit and it's also like so what are you gonna do shoot all wait, shoot over me all the time wait well, switching are you, is are you guys so saying crazy. like katie's not a good wing defender no, no, I'm like saying Drexler and I's IT. Oh, okay. I was going to say. No, 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 no. IT is a great defender, but then Dumars carried that team defensively when he got drafted. So, their whole but team, Dumars is Well, their whole team was, was fantastic. Yeah, exactly. You weren't going in the, into that paint, and all you had no. was Dumars. I'm not going to go into the paint on this team I, either. And you had Bill and Dumars. <laughs> oh, I'm not. Yeah, no. I know I'm not. My team doesn't need to. So That whole team was defense, so. Kareem would be a good counter to it because he'll just skyhook the whole time from, like, the free throw line. (laughs) Exactly. Before I let you off, make sure you check out the Barbershop Quintet podcast on all streaming platforms. Give us a like. Give us a five-star review on Apple Pod. And follow us on BB Shop Quintet Podcast on IG. You can also email us at bbshopquintetpodcast at gmail.com for any comments, questions, concerns, or advice or tips. I would love to hear your comments on our top five. Make us your top five of the day. For your playmaking point, I can see them being a playmaking squad in terms of by committee. But Russell as a playmaker, I, I that's a bit of a reach for me. <laughs> that's just my opinion. Russell peaks at five, so like whatever we're gonna say about five assists a game. Yeah. But it's it's more than just facilitating. It's the fact that he doesn't need the ball in his hands, right? He can just let the other guys do whatever they want on the offensive floor, and he'd be he'd be. I mean, he's the kind of person who'd be okay with a Draymond Green stat line. You know, he wouldn't care. Yeah. Who's this? Yeah. Bill, Bill Russell. Bill. All right, so I guess we Yours? move on to my list. Yeah, my my team. I'll be honest, man. When you picked Elgin, I was quite shocked. Why? Because Elgin was a very, very poor shooter. 
like not just kind of poor like he was like like oh what's his career number i pulled it up there were seasons where he averaged 40 from the field in an era where yeah there's but no three-point line he was dropping like 30 like look at his look at his scoring still like was it just because he was taking a lot of attempts yeah he uh, had like a high efficiency a lot usage. he was he was terrible like yeah like he just high usage yeah. yeah, he took a lot of field goals. So, so I can't really blame him for that because the higher usage rate, when you have a lot more defenders on you, you tend but at the to same time, man, he averaged for his career 27 and 13 and a half. No, like, for sure. Like, I think that's fantastic. Mine's an offensive would, squad. If you were going to pick from that era, though, I would have picked Julius Herving same. over Elgin. I would have picked John Havlicek over Elgin Baylor. I was going to pick, yeah. Even I, Bernard King. I was wondering. John Havlicek. King. Even Rick Barry is not a bad option. I think yeah, I was Elgin's say either, bottom two of that. My thing, my thing is this. Just be, I chose Elgin Baylor just because based on the statistics of what he can do. And also, you need an offensive threat to take the load off of Curry. You mean the greatest score? You mean the highest point total of all time in Kareem isn't enough? <laughs> yeah, Kareem alone can't take shots. <laughs> well, against so, the team like yours, John, come on, like no, Tony, your team is crazy offensively. Yeah, like in a in a, in a stain defensively. <laughs> well, also the only thing was okay. I was looking. You're, you're solid defensive. You're solid. You're, you're okay. You're okay. But it's like Curry's just such a poor defender, like one on one. Gary Van Vliet, so. Yeah, but my thing was I was comparing it to the power forwards of the pre-80s, whatever, I picked someone from there. No. Elvin Hayes? Over Elvin Malone? had a reputation as the best. At, no, but then that opened up your, your, your selection, right? If you had taken power forward, then you could have gone small forward or point oh, guard yeah. in that era. And that's the way that I see it. Who's the, be- who's the best power forward of all time? Duncan. Who's second? Carl, there you go. arguably, yeah, uh, arguably, like toss yeah. up, like we we can have discussion on that, but my so this, but this is my thing. It's like in that era, you could then at small forward go with Scotty, or you can go to point guard and go Peyton Stockton. Without again, Elgin is not the player that I would have gone with in that era or, or at that pick. I, yeah, I just think there's too many holes Irving. in what we know about him. He could have went with Irving or King, but there's nothing wrong with Elgin either. Like, okay, he shot 40%, but at the same time, man, he, for his career, he averaged 27 and 13 and a half. That's – Yeah. yeah. So I did, think like, every other player in that era. No, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. I would – I mean, I would have picked – if I had to choose anybody from that pre-80 small forward, Baylor would be dead last, 100%. Interesting. I, put, I, I would have – Irving and Havlicek one two. I would have put Barry. Even Barry. I would have chosen Barry. Hmm. I think Irving, yeah. But I think Baylor would be a dead last on that list, to be honest with you, Tony. I don't know. Maybe not dead last. I'm surprised last, you didn't go travel check simply because you're a Celtics homer like I am. I, I love how he said he's a Celtics fan, but he barely chose any Celtics fan. I mean, the day of the 80s, none of us watched that. Like, we might have saw a clip or two. So, like, that's tough anyway. My, my thing yeah. is this. My thing is this. A lot of people knock on Baylor for being on a team that has won championships, but he never won a chip himself. And that's why he's overlooked. 
let's line up my team offensively. You have Kareem, right? Mm-hmm. Best scorer, arguably, of all time. Best scoring big men of all time, for sure. You have Kobe. I don't need to say anything else. You have Malone. Yep. You have Curry. Yep. So, I mean, with Baylor, it, his usage rates goes down. So, he doesn't okay. technically... That's fine. Is, who who is, gets on the ball? Curry. Curry or... Doncic. Okay, wait, 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 wait. No, no, but basketball, you're not going to have one guy passing. Like, what, what is he going to have, like 30 assists a game? Yeah. You, you want that. everyone to be able to... <laughs> what, what player in the NBA history... I'm the coach. I'm the GM. I get to do whatever the fuck he's, I want. He's the I think what is this, NBA, NBA 2K? I think with Kobe and Kareem, that's, a, that's good enough talent there that, you know... The, they could have set plays and like if the shot clock's going down, you can jump them the ball and they can make a basket. Even Malone. No, even Curry would be fine isolation. And even oh, like, Malone too. I know this yeah, I know this era this era is much more about like ball movement and less about isolation than it used to be, but like I still think that's a pretty important thing to have this, on your team. You got six, all six of his guys you can give the ball to and just get out of the way the entire yeah. night. And you could you could really do like a Curry Malone pick and roll if you really wanted to how do you guard that and malone, yeah. malone was good at the mid-range and the post cream has a sky hook i'm sure he could stretch out his gaming farther so he's too apparently really that's, like a hook from three no, that's that, that's like hypothetical we don't have footage like no no so he can actually shoot hooks from three point one. i i have yet to see but i've seen i've seen like mid-range i've seen mid-range hooks but like from three point, that's like a well. A Rick Barry shot an underhanded free throw, so anything could really fucking happen <laughs> out here. So that's like really stretching the hypothetical. Like the the player that that I thought translated best in the pre eighties to today's era was either Oscar or Havlicek, right? Because like yeah. we have footage of Havlicek shooting lights out from what we now call three point range prior, right? And and Oscar, it's like. So, so that's not a far stretch. To say Kareem could shoot threes is like, mm, I guess uh, Wilt might have been able to shoot threes too. I'm kidding. Mm. <laughs> well, like, yeah, like Malone. Yeah, Malone it, it, it might be a little bit. Threes today. Maybe? Malone, maybe. maybe. He wouldn't be efficient, but I think he could shoot. I, I could see him shooting like, sure, uh, like Draymond Green can shoot threes kind of thing. Sure. Mm. Yeah, like that's he, what I mean. That, it would kind of be like okay. the same as Mikhail, right? Like, you don't know if yeah. Mikhail would be able to shoot the three. My biggest hit would be, like, defensively, seeing Elgin at small is like, oh, man, that's rough. <laughs> I can't get over 40% shooting mana. I, I honestly can't, regardless of usage rate. Because, like, we have a lot of great players on this. He's the by far and away the worst volume shooter, worse than AI, I would argue. Yeah. It's true. Eh. Eh. Other, other, other than that, man, other than that, I, I rock with the roster. Yeah. Uh, Curry, for me, the, the most overlooked position at point guard was, was the 2000s because you could have gone Chris Paul or Curry. And I, but, I, I don't know. I wanted that shooting because I had Kobe as my defender. Yep, yep. Right, and I needed someone to stretch out and take, you know, take a. My my thing was building. If it's for today's game, it's the offensive game for me. 
That's all it is. And I built the one of the best offensive teams. Even that's that's even thinking between Giannis and Doncic, and I had to pick Doncic because Doncic is he's another he's another facilitator. If you take Curry out, he's a good facilitator. So. Okay, I mean Curry is a great facilitator. Yeah, I mean if if you need to sit Curry down, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. I, 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 I want to hear because we we kind of talked about it earlier, but we didn't. Mm. I, I kind of want to get into the whole futures thing. Mm. Okay. Yeah. For sure. Devin Booker third there. Just <laughs> I'm going on on Iman too much, but <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 Who would well, you well, like? Let's hear. It. Let's let's put it this way. Let's see that we the the five futures oh. that we all picked: Zion, Tatum, Devin Booker, Giannis, Doncic. Would that of all the future players of all 25 that Tony listed, would that be your top – would that be people's top five or would they replace anybody there? I would take out Zion, to be honest. It's yeah. Too, that's, too soon. The reason why I like soon. guys like Simmons and Giannis is because you can't do anything with them at the end of the games. Yeah. They can't make free throws. They can't make shots. So what are they doing? Setting people up? Bro. In the playoffs, they ruin your offense. And those teams, they don't get nowhere because these guys are point forwards. Okay, great. Shaq couldn't shoot. But he's your big man. The ball's not necessarily in his hands. People are giving him the ball, and then he gets hack a Shaq. There's nothing you can do about that. But if it's your point guard or Giannis who plays point forward, and they can't shoot, and they can't make free throws, and they are literally turnover prone, that's why they can't win games. At the, that's why they can't win games when they're close at the end of them. Okay, so let, let's go, go through this. So it's not like when you draft a player, you don't draft him just for the end of games. Yeah, but the so end we, of games is important. In oh, game. for sure. It's, it's, who, for who sure I it's want important. to build my team around is someone who can help me win. Someone who can help me win close games. Okay, but, the, every, but before that, like, you, there's, a, there's a whole three quarters. There's a whole 40, and we'll say 45 minutes that? before then. And Giannis is by far and away – Giannis and Simmons on this list, no. we can say are the best defenders. Yeah, right? sure. like their defensive impact is unquestionable. They they, they were okay, in okay. my opinion, so, one and two. Okay, so defensively, let's watch that. Like, they're okay, so, they're up there. So just and then the offensively, top. like to get to the point of the forty-five minutes, they're going to dominate the game. Simmons is going to facilitate. Giannis is going to get you buckets. There's a reason why his usage rate and efficiency rate this season is the best of all time. Like, it's not even close. So, why was Giannis still playing 30 minutes a night? Why wasn't he guarding Jimmy? Okay, so so multiple things. So, first of all, the argument would be that no one's going to pick Booker over in Compo, man. That's just nuts. Like, let's not even have the discussion. Why I, I don't even know why I have to defend a two-time MVP and a player that has made it to the Western Conference Finals. MVP is a regular season award. We're talking about the playoffs. Yes. No, we're not about talking about the playoffs. Yes, we are. We are. We're talking. We're talking in a seven-game series. If you had to win a championship, I'd rather have Booker. Nah, no shot. No. Oh my goodness! How did Giannis just lose in freaking five games? Who did? Who did the Suns it, beat it, in the, the team playoffs? Lost. Nobody. <laughs> but I'm saying, look at the way that dude. Look at the way that Booker can play. And look, look Booker's fantastic player. Don't get me wrong. I love Booker. Booker's. Possibly the best scorer that, that that exists on that list. I'm saying you, if you, you throw put Murray and... on the Bucks, the Bucks. Yeah, this is a better score. You, wait, wait! Oh shooter. my goodness! Oh, oh my no, goodness! Say that again! Say that again! In that Miami series, 
they do better with Booker than Giannis. Giannis is so predictable. Oh, he wants to drive and dunk it on us. He can't. It's not just that, man. I would not have to throw three defenders at Booker. Like, why in the world would I throw three defenders at Booker? You have to throw three defenders at Giannis. That's the only way you say. Everyone else just can't make a shot for their life. And he, neither can he. If he doesn't need to, if everyone, if the uh, guy's dead okay, open, why they lose? Um, Bro, the rest of his team sucks. <laughs> My thing with Booker is that, like, I, I get your choice and. Um, it'll be really interesting to see how he does this year with Chris Paul with him. There you go. But that being said, I find it kind of odd that he would be picked over somebody who has experience in the playoffs, like a Donovan Mitchell, who has experience of like closing out big games, having big games in the playoffs. And he's the undisputed leader of that team and they're a playoff team. And then there's also Jamal Murray. You know, we had that rivalry between That's Jamal Murray. Bias. That's recency bias. Oh, for sure, but how? But they have the same recency as a Devin Booker. No, no. Like how many Devin nobody, Booker been nobody watched Donovan Mitchell Suns until those eight games. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we'll, we're talking we'll about give... playoffs again. At least Donovan Mitchell has playoff yeah, experience. Yeah. I could have took Mitchell, but I just still think Booker's a better player than Mitchell. All I'm saying is, mm-hmm. I would not take Simmons or Giannis. Like, if they, if those are two, if those guys are the best player on my team, I'm not feeling very good about my chances. Eman, I will give you credit. Devin Booker is a stud of a player. The only and he saying, scored, I, he scored I'm, 73 on his second year. Sure. Yeah. On on who? On I'm who? just saying, name the point guard that D Book has ever had before Rubio. No, that's, that's, never. that's, see, no, no, you can't do that argument because no. Carl Anthony, who has Carl Anthony Towns had? That's what I like, mean. Who, who what? has Trey Young had? Who has, like, you Jimmy can't say, like, oh man, this guy doesn't have this. The one no, year but the potential Jimmy without them is, is also what we're kind of, what we're kind of going off of here. Because of I, just think, sure. I, I just think I'd rather build my, t- like, don't get me wrong, Ross is great. But I don't even want Giannis to come to the Raptors because he, he, how does he elevate a – how does Giannis elevate a team in the playoffs? He can't. That's yeah. awful. You can't put it all on Giannis. Like, Giannis can do – I'm not. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I want a guy that – also how the roster works. I want a guy that can hit his free throws. Not a guy if we, like, put him on the foul line at the end of the game, he's going to airball it. If you're, if you're going to start your franchise with the five here, would you be start it with Giannis successful. or would you start it with Devin – like – just like let's say you every pick Giannis. You wouldn't pick Giannis. I'll you tell you that you much. Devin Booker over Giannis. Giannis. Let me let me let me be perfectly clear. If you want to win ball games, get to the playoffs, and be disappointed. You want guys like Giannis. But well, you got you got to take this in though. Giannis is still growing as a player. He can still expand his game a lot more. Yeah, Booker can really expand been. his Booker, and he, he has been, been getting better every single year. Booker can't really expand his game much more than he already has. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's got he's so, a full package. So, but I, wait, wait. Thing. So it's your like, point doesn't make sense. Easy's point yeah. makes more sense because he has Booker, a higher ceiling. Because of, yeah, and, yeah, yeah right has a higher ceiling. Games, the Bucks didn't play any close games during regular season. The but you can't. You can't because they, they were that good. It's yeah, they, they were that also. good. They, they played close games against the Lakers. They played close games against the Clippers. So they did play. They they lost. They lost to the Lakers to beat the Clippers. But not what you're saying to me is like that. Giannis himself has a higher ceiling. Yeah, Phoenix did not even make the playoffs, so we can't even put them in that conversation. If you change so, his role and maybe made him as a big or like a pick and roll guy, sure. But if he's the one breaking it down and trying to initiate the offense, just dunk on people, that's not that it doesn't work in the playoffs. It's not well, it works. It works for LeBron. I, I, but mm-hmm. the only difference is the fact that LeBron had a bigger person on this team. He had another two player that he can give the ball to in the paint and work on that aspect. I just don't think, didn't. 
the big guys you got thoughts. Point forwards are gonna work. I don't Giannis think Giannis did it. Calm, you got I was thoughts. Just, I was just gonna say, like, I think Yacht I think Emmanuel had the right idea with Giannis in terms of like I think he'd be better as a five. At least at the end of games. I, I still yeah. I'm still confused when they when they roll out him and Brooke Lopez on the on the floor at the end of games. Which is fine because the new roster, right? Like the new roster with Drew at point. Yeah, it, it might, but I think like I, I think having Giannis at the five and being able to kind of like put pressure in the, he in the be your paint defender, rather yeah. than as the main ball handler, it, it at least it adds a little bit of variety um, no, and makes the defense I, I agree. having to guard more. Like I have I more, like, think, more options. Yeah, like, Simmons and, and Giannis are great, but if the ball is in their hands, I'm sorry. I don't like it because they can't shoot and they can't make foul shots. No, no. Let's let's just say hypothetically, John, because you were you were going off on Towns or D book, and let's just say Giannis wasn't on. You're gonna pick. Is off the board. You're gonna pick Towns or Simmons. Towns yeah. is off the board. No, no. no. Oh, it's no. John's right. pick was before, so Giannis yeah, is yeah, still yeah. on the board. Let's just say that he picked Simmons or Towns, and D book and Giannis was still on the board. E-man, would have you, would have you still chosen D-Book and let Giannis fall, fall to four? Yeah. We'll just leave it there. Can I ask one, one thing? Wait, yeah. one, more, one more thing. Manny, would you pick D-Book or Doncic? Doncic. Oh, my God. Okay, cool. <laughs> just wanted oh, okay, to make okay, sure. okay, okay, okay. At least we're all consensus. I was seeing if I could <laughs> So, okay, so one last question then before I cut this off then. Who is the best player on that futures list? Doncic. 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 Not even close. Okay. Who's oh, the second close, best? Doncic. Who's second best? The second best was someone who, well, Giannis, and then third best is someone who wasn't picked. So who's your second best, E-Man? Are you, are you saying D-Book is your second best? Yo- Jokic. Jokic for me was not, it was someone that wasn't picked. That oh, yeah. Honestly, it de- it, you could go Mitchell, Jokic, or Booker. Stop. I'm done. <laughs> this, oh, okay. This is Over Tatum? Yeah, I don't like. I don't trust Tatum to be honest. Oh. In what he he will get better. He will get like more comfortable in late game situations. But right now, but Tatum think, could wait, do so much for you defensively than defensively alone. D-book can, and he puts up the same offensive numbers as D book. I don't know. I just hate the. No, I'm just kidding. Why you, you hate right? the Celtics? Because we fucking sw- we fucking beat be you in the playoffs. It could be Mitchell. It could, I just said it could be Mitchell D book. Or Jokic, in my opinion. I just, I don't know. I watched Tatum the whole series in the Raptors. Like, at times, like, he fades and takes, like, dumb shots and shit. But, I mean. He does. Now, because we took a lot of time um, going through the two hours, I was hoping that we don't, we didn't have to go through this. But, so, in real life right now, the NBA draft is going on. Top four picks. Minnesota picks Anthony Edwards as number one. Golden State picks James Wiseman as their number two pick. Charlotte picked Lamella Balls at number three. Chicago chose Patrick Williams off Florida State at number four. If anyone has any thoughts on that, we can talk about it for a few minutes. <laughs> wow. That's my comment. <laughs> well, about what? About who? I, I really thought, first of all, that Golden State was going to trade out of that pick. Like, Why would they? Because they need a them, center. right, but they're trying to compete, right? They are like, I thought I thought that they were going to 
add like a player that could come in right away. There's no question marks as to like what he's yeah. going to bring to the table. Whereas Wiseman, Wiseman could be fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I think Wiseman is a great pick. I had him in my top three, purely based off potential though. Right. Yeah, I thought they were going to go more to the secure route and go with someone that like has proven in the NBA, man, this is what I bring. I'm like a 10 and 10 player. I'll get blocks. I think I would have. It's not too late was, for them to trade him. What's up? Not too late for them to trade him. No, not at all. But I thought they would do before the picks just because there's more leverage, right? It essentially, yeah. You essentially tell the team, like, hey, who do you want? And, I, and I'll get them for you. Now you're stuck with trading Wiseman. It's more value. Not necessarily, though. No. But the thing is that Wiseman right now, if you're coming from, like, looking at his, like, I guess, college – well, his short college career, three games. Like his his yeah, but his potential there is really high. His ceiling is high. He's a great pick and roll player, great on ball defensive, um, on ball defender and off ball defender. His versatile. He can switch off the pick and roll, defensively, and he can guard. He can. He's, he's fairly quick on his feet. So I think so. So works out perfectly he, fine. With their coming team. out of college, question for you: Would you have picked? Would you have taken Marvin Bagley, college career, or Jamie's or James Wiseman? Well, ba- no, Bagley James would be Wiseman. number one in this. Well, you you can't you can't you compare can't, those you can't two compare those two though because Bagley James Wiseman played a longer season. But that's my point. Yeah, right? Bagley it's like had a full the, on James season. Wiseman is just so many questions. I thought the Warriors would want to get away from. The, I think I think here's the thing. I think if they were have if they would have drafted anyone as their big man, I would pick I would have picked personally Okongwu over Wiseman based on that alone. But also, I don't know if yeah. you heard news, breaking news, I guess, 30 minutes ago. Clay Thompson, he just had a injury through practice. So I thought it wasn't that serious. We don't know yet. It's his lower leg injury. We don't know yeah. if he that is that serious or not. I think the check is tomorrow. With that being said, like I was oh. I was expecting them to trade Wiggins. Wiggins in the number two for somebody. Yeah, but you don't yeah. know. Yeah, same. Wiggins might be a good third option. Might is the big, and and like, he's defensively pretty. He's he's no Harrison Barnes defensively, right? Like Wiggins has been a liability. When he was coming out of college, they were praising his like they said that he would be a great two way player, right? Because that was that he whole, would be, yeah, right. And there was that whole argument about, mm-hmm. you know, should they have traded for Kevin Love when you could have. Andrew Wiggins be the Pippin to LeBron, right? So mm-hmm. in that scenario, it's it's more about the fact that he spent years on the Timberwolves kind of wasting away with like, yes, he had Carl Anthony Towns, but there was like very, like the coaching wasn't great. The structure wasn't great. And there's also been questions about his work ethic and and stuff like that too. On the Warriors, next to Draymond, next to Clay, next to Steph, like – that could, I mean, I I would say that would be an upgrade over Harrison Barnes, but maybe I'm, maybe I'm too optimistic there. I think under that system, he's going to be a lot better than people are expecting him to be. Yeah, and it's not like he has to. He he doesn't need to score more than 15 points a night. There you go. Like, he can score 30. He can. So, if he gets 20 points a night, it's most likely a win. For the- right. So everything that I have seen from him defensively to this point in his career does not give me any reason for believing that he would be a good defender, mm-hmm. like it, even in that system. That that but th- th- that's up to this point. You're you're right. He could very well come in and be an average defender or plus defender 
but to this point, he's been coaching plays a big part of that too, right? Look at the teams Wiggins has been on. Well, look at look at the teams that Barnes has been on post Golden State, right? You gotta compare that as well because Barnes isn't a really great defender on Sacramento. He was he's okay, but that team isn't defensively like he was fine on. um, Yeah, so so you bring in Wiggins. So you bring in Wiggins. You bring in Wiggins. He might have a higher upside. His potential might be unlocked. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's that's, that was my point. I was like, could be. I I don't know. Hey, y'all. As you heard, sadly, I do not have any sponsors, but I do have very amazing and talented friends and apps. I'd like to give a few quick shout-outs and shamelessly plug in here. The stunning and sleek hand-drawn and hand-painted logo that you've seen, go check out my friend Ashley at her IG account at ashley.bydesign. That's at A-S-H-E-L-Y dot B-Y-D-E-S-I-G-N for your creative and artsy needs. Now for my banger of a intro and outro, I gotta shout the musical mastermind at by Dylan. That's at B-Y-D-I-L-L-E-N for all of your music production needs. And two apps y'all need to try out. Canva, where I created some of my social media content and promo from. And Groovepad for the sick West Coast style transitions you heard right before this plug and right before we get back to the program. Well, go check them out and we'll be right back. I'm surprised Golden State didn't go for Drew. Bucks went for Drew, do you guys have any opinions on Bucks going for Ooh. Drew Holiday? The price was really steep. Yeah, they gave up too much. Like, could you have the pick swaps, right? The picks. No, it's 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 the picks. Like the pick swaps is fine, but giving up you give up two players, you give up two picks, I think, or one pick, and then two no, picks. No, it's swaps. two picks and Four. two pick swaps. Two picks and two. No, picks three. Swaps. It's three. No, picks. three. Three picks. Three first rounders and two pick swaps. Three picks, two pick swaps, and two players. That. Yeah. Drew Holiday. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I, I would have cut down on the picks, to be honest. Like, I, like if if he if they had waited a few days, like maybe they could have added a couple more picks and gone for Harden. Like now, again, would James Harden want to play in Milwaukee, like the city? Probably not. But to play with Giannis and have two MVPs on your team, like I don't know, that'd, <laughs> that'd be pretty nasty. So this is this is my thing. Like the issue is now, what do you do as the Bucks? Like you have your top five. Well, Bogdanovich might is not signing there anymore. Through, by the way, no, Sorry. he's not. Bogdanovich is He's not. They're not doing a trade. They're not doing a trade anymore. That doesn't mean he can't still sign there. He's just ending. But he didn't want to go. But the report said he didn't want to go to Milwaukee. Yeah, so he didn't want to go. But then he then went into free agency. So which means that he can sign with Milwaukee. He just didn't want a trade. But now right. Sacramento, Sacramento can match it because he's restricted. Yeah. Uh, there's just been a trade beforehand that's kind of weird so yeah, i kind of listened to it i was like they don't even know what his contract is yet so it's kind of like uh yeah he's, he's entering like restricted free agency on friday i i still think that the price is steep because if Giannis leaves man you're screwed yeah like, but you, you don't gave up Bledsoe. you don't want blood so anyway blood just notorious playoff choker i know that but the, we, the, but regardless of keeping Bledsoe or not, so like even you have Bledsoe, but if you lose Giannis, at least you have your picks, right? Your bottom feeder, okay, you can now draft in the top ten. In, they in still the won't be a bottom feeder, I don't think. I think they might they might barely scrape through playoffs. 
if they lose Giannis? Giannis? If they lose Giannis. It's the East. They were he, they were so dependent on Giannis. I just I don't I don't see them making the playoffs. Like I, again they could. I just it's it's a tough ask. It's not like Toronto where you had you still had like three star players. The biggest it's thing like about you have the biggest thing about the Bucs is like they're so good defensively. Everyone knows their role. Like Giannis only played thirty minutes a night, right? And like they'd win <laughs> by like you know they had the largest margin of victory. So like they didn't experience close games and like you know what I mean. Like when Giannis comes out, there's no drop off. The team still has a good plus minus with him on the bench. So that's like a just a whole other sign to me that like, yeah, Giannis is great. He's dominant. Thirty, what? Thirteen and man, you're taking every chance you can get to to hit on Giannis, eh? Thirty four and fifteen. Like, yeah, it sounds like that though. So I'm let, just saying, let's, like, let's, no, let's, trust me, like Giannis is one of my favorite players. He's Nigerian and everything. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> when it comes to winning, when it comes to close games, when it comes to just shooting the ball and making free throws, I don't know. All right, moving on to the next trade: CP3 to the Suns for Rubio and Kelly Oubre and uh, some picks. And then there's some unknown players as well in there. What's your thoughts you on better that? better hope Chris Paul can stay play healthy. well for – yeah, stay healthy, play well for two, three seasons, and Book wants to stay there. Because, well, like, I think imagine losing those two. Now. Well, I mean, uh, for now. I imagine – I think DeAndre, uh, DeAndre Aiden's going to definitely benefit the most from Chris Paul. Mm, 100%. And that screen yeah. roll, oof. Oh, yeah. I think DeAndre Aiden's always, I think, going to be remembered not for being the number one overall pick, but being mm-hmm. taken before Doncic or Trey Young, both of which I think are obvi- are better than DeAndre Aiden. Yeah. But see, having Chris Paul there, I think it's just for, for the one year, right? Like that that could be really good one for year, development. One year with a team option. Yeah. Isn't it a player Switch. option for it's Chris a, Paul? I think it's a team option. No, it's a team option because that's, that's he signed what I heard the four. Today. He no signed the four year one sixty. Like oh. Aiden's probably gonna be the best big man that Chris Paul has played with in a while. Like you just swung so left, bro. We were talking about contracts. You just swung so left. No, but he's I mean he's he's right though. Like he's talking about how Chris Paul, like obviously like he's done doing his thing, but like the last couple of years he's played DeAndre, Jordan, Clint Capella, and Steven Adams. Steve They're all Adams. solid, but like Aiden's probably the best out of all of them, no? Uh ooh. DeAndre? DeAndre was all all NBA. He was just getting out of the use and rebounds. But he is all NBA. But he, and he, he could do that better than anybody, to be fair. Like, if, <laughs> if, if, if you can score 12 points and it's all in dunks and putbacks, like, that's, that's still they pretty – And defensively, he was no joke. Yeah. You can't it, – it, it, the center position doesn't – they don't have to be able to shoot the three of their mid-range. If they're somebody who can dominate no, on the DeAndre board, like, Jordan didn't even have post moves. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Like he didn't have um, the versatility, but well, he could still give you twelve and fifteen, bro. Yeah, That's, but I'm just yeah. saying, is is Aiden not a better basketball player than him? Or no? He has a better defensively. Not as defensively, not defensively right now. Skills, no, we, we, don't, we don't. We don't know yet. Aiden, we don't yeah. know yet. Offensive he, he's got more versatility. I, yeah, offensive skill set. I give you that, but not defensively. Yeah, of course not. So, <laughs> of course not. Which is yeah. why, which is why I do think he can learn a lot from Chris Paul. But at the same time, they're still not an equipped team now because of how the player. Um, has changed the player from draft has changed where it's now playing with the seven to ten seats. They can for sure squeeze in there because of that. I think but, they'll be even better than that. I think they could. Well, that's the thing about the West three to eight, 
three to nine, three to ten, even they're no. But this is the thing: they started what seven and one last season, and they ended up losing fifteen of the next eighteen games. Yeah, but because eight so, was suspended for twenty-five games, yeah, eight was whose suspended. fault was it? What? Right? It was whose fault was it? I'm I'm just saying. Yeah, but that's <laughs> the thing. Drugs, like kids, yeah, come on. Steroids specifically. But for me, it's like, okay, yes, they were good beforehand. And when he came back, it's not like they became like elite afterwards. They well, it was so awkward bad. because because Baines was playing really, really well. Yeah, but they were so bad. Ubre was so, hurt. So for right. it, it's like it didn't – I don't think it mattered as much when he came back because the team still dropped off anyways. So for me, it's like are they going to have the hot start again and then come back down? Like how is it going to be – right? So for me, I still think they're going to be 7 to 10 seed. Around that area, I don't think they're gonna be, and, and that's fine. And they might have a chance to make it to the playoffs with yeah. the new format, yeah. right? So, so, so for me, it's like I think the new format really does save them as a whole. Yeah. But it's it's a um, good trade for them, though. So, with the trade for both sides, do you think it was um, evened out? Like, do you think both sides got the even playing field? Because you see, the Drew Holiday to the Bucks, we already discussed and agreed that they gave up way too much for Drew. Yes. Well. Uh, and, remember and, you can that, see, and you can see Presty and like there's like a two man race with Presty and fucking um, Griffin, Griffin just like stop so smiling can, picks right now so I will hold the most picks yeah. I will say for in terms of giving too much picks you also have to take into consideration that give taking uh, Eric Bledsoe off of your books requires attaching picks yeah. to it so it's not that Drew Holiday's worth yeah. first round pick it's yeah. the fact that he might be worth one maybe two but getting rid of that contract is it, it you have to take that into account because remember for the Anthony Davis trade, they were getting in return young players, mostly mm-hmm. around Brandon Ingram, not Josh Hart. But I guess Josh Hart also <laughs> lost the ball, right? <laughs> so they were getting young players back. This time the Pelicans are getting like net negatives, which is crazy to think, even though Bledsoe was like second team. What is the Pelicans second team on NBA? All defense. What would you say? Many? What's the Pelicans starting lineup? Now or before? Lonzo, Lonzo Reddick. Um, so no, Reddick's a free agent, I think. Is no, he isn't. Is no, is oh, he's in? Oh, no. Okay. Lonzo, Lonzo Reddick, Ingram, Zion, Zion and... So does Bledsoe uh, come off the bench? He could start at the, uh, at the two and have Reddick come off the bench. That's a possibility. Or they could, they could ship Reddick. This segues into another trade, too, that I want to talk later, but... Like, right after this, actually. But Danny Green was shipped right away. <laughs> again. Yeah. So they can ship Bledsoe again if they really need to. I yeah. think it's more likely that they would ship uh, Red- they, that they would ship Reddick. But here's he the thing, though. They lack shooting. A- you lack shooting. No, I'm, I'm saying... Yeah, I'm saying in terms of assets. assets. In terms of Reddick's assets. A, be- he's gone next season, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, let's say... Especially, like, I think they're going to keep everyone. But let's say, like, the Pelicans aren't doing very well like beyond the 10th seed jj reddick all of a sudden is like okay if we need to make a push for a championship there's a guy who can shoot and get me buckets like they can then trade that to like somebody like the clippers or the lakers or actually a team that actually has draft assets like maybe the mavericks or something like that do you know what i mean so i think i don't think they're going to make any trades just yet but watch out for reddick getting traded you heard it here first no, no, no. It's the writings on the wall, man. Like that, the the potential of what you can get back for one season of Reddick, yeah, or even so half a season. He'll yeah, probably go season, on like exactly. a championship team for sure, right? So, heading on to the trade I was just talking about, Schroeder to 
sorry, Danny Green to fantastic trade for OKC, like with Horford. Like Danny Green to Philly, OKC gets Horford. Is it good? I mean, Horford didn't work, but why would you want Danny Green? <laughs> it's not that. It's the fact that you got rid of that stupid Horford contract. Thank goodness. Who's like I, that yeah. Horford contract is egregious. Yeah. Three seasons at 20-something – three seasons left at 20-something mil is like, my goodness. Because it was and, like four and, years, 120 yeah. or 110? Yeah, 120, I think. Something, yeah, yeah something like 25, 26 crazy. mil. I mean, good for him, but, but – Yeah, good you, for him. But Cullum, you know this too, as fellow Celtics fans, like when he when – he, the rumors are circulating that he wanted to leave was because that he didn't enjoy the locker room presence. But now we know that it was for the bag, like – do he should think... almost go back. Yeah, and that's why I'm saying, like, we need a big man. DeMarcus Cousins. I'm telling Ooh. you, DeMarcus Cousins. <laughs> oh, that'd be fantastic for you guys. Ooh. You I, could probably like, get him at, like, 15 mil for one season. No, you could get him at less. You could, no, you can get him for five. Six or seven. Like, he didn't play five, last yeah. year. You I might know, be able to get him for a mid-level exception. I don't know about that, man. He took those because they were championship teams. Like, almost. But he took yeah. those because he, he took those, too, because he was coming off of it was a rehab year. Yeah. Maybe the wink-wink deal that he has with the Lakers. He could yeah. be the next yeah, exactly. Boston. He would be fantastic. But then, mm-hmm. but going back to the Al Horford trade, like, now does that mean – because you mentioned, like, again, Danny Green got traded to the Thunder and then to the 76ers. Is that going to happen with Horford? Or is it more likely that Steven Adams is going to get traded? Because I don't – I like Steven I Adams as a player. I think, I, I think he's a great player. I um, think they're going to flip Adams because – because Adams, you can get assets from for. Where do you think is a good fit for Horford? Where do you think Horford's a good fit for? Mm. That's a tough question. I think there's a lot of teams that need bigs who can shoot okay. I mean, I think the only problem was that he couldn't coexist with Embiid on that team. That team was a toxic cesspool. Like, like did they really pick him up just so they? didn't have to, like, have Embiid try to score on him? Like, what? I think it was – I think part of it could have been that maybe they were trying to make it so that Embiid didn't have to play more than, like, 32 minutes a night. But you don't pay someone $27 million a year. Like, I'm yeah. sure you could find better alternatives out there. <laughs> Wait, so, Eman, Eman, your question was, why did Philly sign Horford in the first place? Yeah. I don't, I so, don't. so, from what I heard from people, they were saying – well, if you can't beat them, sign them to your team sort of thing. Because Philly is just giving money left and right to people. And I never understood. And, and, and I, think that's, I think that's why I think Elton Brand's going to get shipped. Like, no, but the, the Philly – the Philly Tobias Harris that much money? <clears throat> I would have I kept Jimmy. I would have kept Jimmy. I would have so kept Jimmy. Jimmy so, wanted to go. <laughs> So let's talk about that really quick, though. Like, the, the idea, I think, was great. The execution was just terrible, right? It's like their idea was, man, if you get Horford and Embiid in our center and you have Ben Simmons out top, like, man, your defense – and you're so long. That was, like, the philosophy, right? Like, the, the four of them were so long. They just And, and, who, and um, who else did they get from Miami again? I forget. Uh, who's the shooter? Josh Richardson. Richardson. The idea was, like, man – you have oh we're gonna be so great defensively it's like no your coach sucks brett brown is a terrible coach and 
the translation of the length didn't translate onto the court. There just wasn't enough spacing, though. Oh, for sure. Tobias Harris is so inconsistent with his shooting. Horford can make one or two a night, and Bede can make one or two a night, but, like, they're not, sh- not, they're not shooters by any means. They let Redick walk. That was a terrible decision. They didn't yeah. want to Jimmy. No, really. Well, Jimmy didn't want to be there, man. Uh, yeah, I, I that's, think that's true, too. I mean, I've seen that podcast, but, like, at the end of the day, like, it was mostly because they were willing to – like, they wanted to pay Tobias that, and, like, they were trying to decide if Jimmy was worth it. Well, we saw the question, right? Do you think you can control Jimmy, Brett? I'm good. I'm a grown man. Okay. Yeah. So with that being said, we're going to move on to the next trade here. Schroeder to Lakers. What's your opinion on that? It's a Rondo upgrade, isn't it? No. All right. I think – I mean, Rondo did put – They know They know Rondo's gone. They know Rondo's gone. Yeah. Why is Rondo gone? How do we know that? Because he wants a contract. He wants to. He wants to. He can get more money somewhere else, like Atlanta or the Clippers. I, this year was a different version of LeBron. Like usually, even though he's played with Wade and Kyrie, I found that this was the first time that LeBron went to the bench, and they didn't just go from being up like five or something to being down like three or four. That was the whole issue against Golden State. Every time LeBron sat, they'd be up a couple, but then they'd be down, and then. That plus minus just killed them when he was on Cleveland. He trusted Rondo to run the offense, and, like, he already had chemistry with AD from playing with him in New Orleans. So I thought Rondo was the key to them winning the chip. But here's the thing, though. With, with Rondo knows his value, and with what he's trying to do, he's trying to upmark that value, right? Oh. He's saying the exact same thing you're saying, and he wants double the money, let's just say. They, don't have, they have no cap room for that shit. If they let him walk, that's a mistake. His basketball IQ, along with LeBron's, I, I don't know how you beat LeBron and Rondo in a seven-game series. I think if, the, if you're the Lakers, you should have given Rondo I, – I don't know what Rondo was given. I think it was like a $9 million, $9 million this past year. I think if you gave him like 12 13 like, I think that's fine. But I don't I, think they have it. So, I, I think I did for everyone, man. I think the shortage is fantastic for the Lakers. Just long-term. Of course. Not just that, but like over, over, say you lose Rondo. Say you have to pick between Rondo and Dennis. Man, Dennis has a higher ceiling. He was great in the playoffs. He was Yo. great all season last year. He's, he gives you some scoring. He's a decent playmaker. The ceiling there, he, he could be a point guard for the next five, eight years if need be. I, I still think Rondo with LeBron, just because LeBron, like, like Schroeder is, could be hit or miss. You know what I mean? Like, if Shorter plays bad, it's like, all right, whatever. But, like, Rondo's just got that IQ that no matter what, like, playoff Rondo's a real thing. Yeah. Oh, no, I, for sure. But for how many more seasons, though, right? I don't know. But if, if you're going for the next couple of years competing while LeBron is still yeah. in his prime, I think having – I would rather have Rondo than I would have had Dennis Shorter. Now, it depends, again, how much money can Rondo get can, somewhere else. I still don't get why they can't have both. Money. Because you stop this, you, right now you have you're signing um, you're gonna you're going to have to sign Davis to the supermax supermax yeah right and so you're gonna have to I mean you might have been able to make it work for one season but there's a guy named uh, Kuzma that starts to get the bag and so half half their teams on is on clutch sports so I mean they're gonna make their <laughs> oh so so Ricky they know how to negotiate from uh, OKC. 
What's that? Sorry. Ricky Rubio just got traded from OKC. Whoa, what? Wait, what? He got traded to Minnesota. <laughs> Again? <laughs> Is this full circle? Wow. Wait, who, who reported that, Manny? It just says, I just got from the Athletic. Minnesota to send 17th pick to OKC for Rubio and the 25th and 28th pick. Wow. Man, that's a weird roster construction. You have Rubio beside D'Angelo. That makes sense. That makes sense because I guess they want Shea to be their starting point guard. Wow, okay. A couple more questions here, then we'll wrap it up. So <coughs> we're talking about a lot of people who are getting traded here, and there's a lot of rumors speculating that this name's going to get traded, this name's going to get traded, such as Harden, Westbrook, Embiid, Simmons, Oladipo, Hayward, and possibly Beal. Names tossed out there to, to the Nets. Now, with that being said, which name do you think will be the first one to be moved? Uh, list those names off again, Tony. Harden, Westbrook, Embiid, Simmons, Oladipo, Beal, Hayward. Those are I don't the bigger think Hay- names. I mean, I don't think Hayward's going to go. I heard the Hawks. Hayward. I, I, do, I do think Hayward's going to get traded. That's, I, that's my that's my name. I personally don't, but I, I don't think so either. Uh, if you're gonna trade with the Hawks, I think you can get a pick back. But because Hayward's actually like better than I think a lot of people give him credit for. Yeah, especially given the injuries that he's that he suffered. I Oladipo said that he's want to stay. I think I guess by default I would say, shit, I don't even know. Because I was gonna say Harden, but I think the Rockets are committed to I think, like. Keeping him, I so think the, the, Harden is going to play hardball, man. He's just going to. Sorry, no, the Rockets are going to play hardball. It's like, look, we have you for two more seasons. Shut up and play. Yeah. Because yeah, I guess Westbrook maybe. I can I can see a Westbrook move. First. I think Westbrook was. I was honestly shocked that like Westbrook and Harden didn't get along. I thought they would have gotten along based off the fact that they played in OKC for years. I thought they were close, and I thought they would have figured it out. But I don't not. know. I don't know which podcast I was listening to. I think it was Zach Lowe and he said so, – or like Bill Simmons or something. But they were saying like if Harden wants out, that's now a Harden thing. It's not a – it's a Westbrook fit or it's a, yeah. not a CP3 fit because he's been paired with superstars and he just didn't make it work. Yeah. yeah. So the question But that's now, what I'm saying. I, I thought it was kind of shocking that they didn't figure it out. Well, his style of play doesn't translate to winning in the playoffs. That's yeah. So Remember they they got game one off of the Lakers. <laughs> same, like the, obviously it's completely different in terms of what they do, but like it's the same thing where like if you take a guy and put him into a seven game vacuum, you know what they want to do. You just don't allow them to do it. Like you can't stop LeBron from doing what he wants to do. You can't stop KD from doing what he wants to do. Like those guys go out and get what they want. Harden just wants to shoot a step back three, and he might miss 10 in a row, but he still shoot them. Yeah, yeah. Or he'll try to go to the rim and draw a BS foul, and the ref doesn't necessarily call it in the playoffs. So I don't the- see Harden leading a team to a chip either. And, like, is he willing to be the second-best player? Is he willing to think that he's the second-best player? Probably not. The one trade proposition that I heard was very interesting was by UCOM, where – if the Bucks just waited a few more days, 
and they could have traded for Rockets uh, for Harden. I mean, if Harden really wants out, I don't think they're going to trade. I mean, they could trade to the Nets, but they want Kyrie or KD back, and they're not. Yeah. Brooklyn's not going to do that. So, and how <clears throat> how peeved would would Kyrie be if if for some reason he was traded? For that would Harden? be hilarious! <laughs> Holy shit! That would be the funniest yeah. thing. But I don't think they're going. Nets are going to do that though. That's the thing. My my other thing is this too. Like, if let's just say the Bucks waited on it. And they packaged them out. I think they would package Middleton out as well. Yeah, in that trade. Mm. Mind you, like their I, th- defense would be so much worse. But you get Harden back. Yeah, I, so. I don't know how many. Like, I don't think the Bucks ever had enough assets to entice Houston. I think Houston. Well, they would, they would have shipped up Bledsoe, Middleton, the same amount of picks as well. It, it right. would have been a scenario where they don't want to send him to Philly because Phil, because Daryl Morey's there. They don't want to send him to Brooklyn without getting Kyrie back, potentially, and, like, the other assets, like Karis LeVert, like, I don't know. Yeah. I think the Bucks could have just given them more just in pure, like, draft assets. What are the, uh, what are the Nets going to do with Dinwiddie and LeVert? Dinwiddie wants pack, out. Try package for, for Harden, I guess. Yeah, Dinwiddie wants out, so... Uh, I don't know if I, if I was Levert, man. I'd want to be on a team that I could shine, man. Like, I, I've showed that I can play. Now i got to play behind two superstars. So we're going to go into a new segment here called Quick Five. Now I'm going to shoot five questions to you guys, and you guys got to give me just, like, short answers here, okay? So we'll just go with – I guess we'll go with Cullum first because you've been on the show quite a lot, and you kind of know the feel of this. Don't be nervous. That's fine. So, upcoming season predictions. So, who do you think is going to top the East? Okay. Actually, give is me it, your top four. Top four of the is East. Is it regular season or playoffs? That's regular season. Top four East. Heat, Bucks, Celtics, Nets. In that order? No. Okay. Can you give me an order? <laughs> Bucks will be number one because it's regular season. Celtics will be two. Nets will be three. Heat will be four. Interesting. Finals team is at fourth. Okay. Your West, top four. Lakers, Clippers, Mavericks, Golden State. A Golden okay. State ahead of Golden State second, I would say. So Lakers, Golden State, Clippers, Mavs? Yes. No, Golden State will go number one. Golden State will be first. Golden State, Lakers, Clippers, Mavs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Your finals. Who's in the finals? Lakers versus Brooklyn. And who comes out of it? Shut up, John. No one cares about the Lakers. I, just, I said Nets. <clears throat> I thought Lakers you said will, yes. Lakers will come oh, no. first. Lakers will win. Lakers, Lakers will win. win. Okay. Yeah. And your final one, your boldest prediction for the season. Boldest prediction. What the hell is this? So uh, the biggest, basically your most obscure pick or like your biggest reach. God, I did not expect any of these questions. Yeah, well, putting you on the spot, my friend. Uh, 76ers will be 7th or 8th in the East. Mm. That's a bold prediction. Okay. All right, E-Man, 
who's in your top four of the East? I mean, there's still a lot of moving parts, but I'm going to go with Bucks. <laughs> it's hard to say because I don't know how, like, how much the Nets are going to care about the regular season versus just, like, chemistry. Like, yeah, they got talent, but who knows? Like, you know, they, they might not care if they're fourth or fifth seed. Like, they might feel they can beat anyone in the first round. But anyways, you say keep it short. So uh, I'm going to go with Bucks, Celtics, Heat, Raptors. And then Brooklyn could be fifth. They could be second. They could be first. I don't know. Got to see them play. So Brooklyn's in your top four regardless. They could. They could be number one. But they could also be number five. They could pull a Clippers and just take the regular season easy. I don't know. Okay. In your West, your top four. West? I don't know. Lakers, Nuggets. Nuggets. Clippers. (laughs) Dallas. Okay. Your finals. Going to have to go with Lakers versus Brooklyn. Mm, interesting. Okay. And who's who's winning that? You so you call this quick five, Tony, but these are really deep questions. At the yeah, moment. like... like that's irony, isn't it? That's irony. Mm. That is real interesting. I'm just going to go ahead and say the Lakers, though, still. Okay. And your boldest prediction of the season? Uh, Suns to the second round. Yes, ride the train. Tony, can I change my bold prediction? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I say the season gets shut down for at least a week or two. Mid-season. For at least what? Oh. At least a week or two, the season gets shut down. But is that even bold, though? I think that's going to happen. <laughs> I think that's bold. I think that's bold. I don't think that's going to happen. I think because I think people think that there's going to be a couple games that get canceled and then get moved to, like – Oh, so you're saying, like, giving, two consecutive the weeks. Giving, yeah, they're, they're, the NBA is giving, like, an extra week where <laughs> games can be made up. Hmm. They might give multiple weeks, but I think in season, it's not going to be just games canceled. It's going to be, like, across the league. Mm, fair enough. Okay. All right. That's a vote prediction then. Okay. John, top four in the East. Go. Fox, Nets, Rap, Celtics. Slow, slow that down. Slow that down. <laughs> we didn't catch you, that. That was called Quick Five. Fox, Nets, Raptors, Celtics. Uh, on the West. Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Warriors. Warriors. Okay. Champions. You're your final. Champ- sorry. Nets and Lakers. And then your champion. Champion, I think I'm going to have to go with my Lakers. Boldest prediction of the season. Boldest prediction of the season. Mm-hmm. LaMelo Ball will be rookie of the year. Ooh. Mm. Okay. All right. For myself, number one goes to the Bucks. Number two goes to Boston. Number three goes to the Heat. Number four goes to the Nets. For the West... I'm going to go Lakes, Clips, Golden States, Mavs. Mm. Coming out of the finals, this is my bold prediction as well. Golden State is going to be in the finals. And they're going to play the Nets. And oh, we all just say the Nets like are coming out, eh? Okay. Yeah. 
do you guard them, you know, late game? Well, yeah, that, that too. But, and then coming out as champions, I'll give Kyrie his first uh, chip. <laughs> yeah, I'll give Kyrie without his first LeBron. Chip. What's up? Without LeBron. Without yeah, LeBron. Without LeBron. Yeah. His first chip. You know what? Now, the more I think about it, the less I feel confident about the Nets. Unless they go to James Harden, which I think that's a slam dunk. But I'm, I'm thinking about the injuries. Well, yeah, you, we have to see Kyrie and KD play. And, like, yeah. they might not take the regular season that seriously. They might just want to be healthy and, like, not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because Kyrie still has a messed up knee. And Nash is first in coaching, like. Yeah. EJ, EJ, um, DJ didn't play in the bubble, right? So, you still got DJ. Like, that, that roster yeah. is deep. It's Probably, very they deep. Don't, they don't know who they should start between DJ and, um. Lavert. I mean, that's why Nash is there, man. Nash uh, is such Allen. a good Jared people's Allen, person. Yeah. I think Allen should start over him. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Nash. I mean, Nash could be like a Steve Kerr when it comes to coaching. Yeah, I guess he, if, he, it, if you guys listen to uh, Bill, Bill Simmons' podcast, Roger Bell talks about it. Like Nash's greatest asset is the fact that he's so good with people and he knows how to. Well, I think we all know that. I think I think it's been emulated and echoed through everyone who's he's played for, right? But it's very different with like Kevin Durant, Mister Five Twitter Burner accounts, and, and Kyrie, Kyrie Irving, Mister Woke Man, Earth is yeah. Flat, stupidity. You know, like that's that's a lot to. It's a yeah. lot to handle. Yeah, I think my bonus prediction then would accept the Golden State making to the finals. I think. Either Brooklyn's going to make a trade for a big three-piece or Giannis is moving. That's my mm-hmm. boldest prediction. The last podcast, I said LaMelo was going to go seventh just based on needs. That didn't pan out so well. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I have one last remaining question just to wrap it all up here. The NBA draft is in IRL. It's happening right now as we speak. And we just completed our NBA all-time fantasy draft. With the NBA season coming soon, fantasy basketball is also coming soon as well. With that being said, if you had the number one pick in a fantasy draft pick, who would you choose this year? Luca. Okay. <clears throat> Same. Giannis. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to choose somebody else other than Luca. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I- I'd pick Luca just because Giannis has help now. His stats are yeah. going to be lower. His steals are going to be a bit lower. Like it's interesting to see how the Mavericks pan out with Chris Stops too. Mm. Apparently, he's not going to be ready to start the season. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he sat out for probably till maybe like March or April, maybe, if they want to be conservative. Yeah. That's really close to playoffs, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so uh, that wraps up the question section, the very lengthy and girthy question section. Now, before we head into the buzz cut lightning round here, let's go through everyone's draft once again, their teams, basically with your starting from your first round pick all the way to your final pick, just in order. Cullum with the number one pick. Can you please start us off, please? Yeah, sorry, go through, going through my whole team or? Yep, just through your whole team. Yeah, Michael Jordan, Shaquille O'Neal, Oscar Robertson, Kawhi Leonard, Kevin McHale, and Zion Williamson. And 
easy. He's not here anymore, but he was second pick overall. He picked LeBron and then Magic Johnson, Wilt Chamberlain, Charles Barkley, Allen Iverson, and Jason Tatum. E-Man, if you can please present your team. I went with Hakeem, Larry Bird, Jason Kidd, Jerry West, Anthony Davis, and Devin Booker. Perfect. John, if you can present your team as well, please. It was Duncan, Russell, KD, Drexler, Isaiah Thomas, and Giannis. And last but not least, I had the final pick. I had Kobe, Kareem, Abdul-Jabbar, Elgin Baylor, Karl Malone, Steph Curry, and Luka Doncic. All right, so that wraps up our question section. Now heading on to the buzz cut lightning round. We have a new guest here today, Eman. Uh, he's never been on this podcast before, so it's going to be brand new for him. But just as a refresher for John and Cullum and for our listeners at home, you'll be presenting your best pitch and argument, and you'll show me why I should take your answer and see it as it would reign supreme uh, compared to the others. Now, there's no bribery, and you can make your argument as illogical as you please or logical as you please. And that's up to you. The only catch is that you have 50 seconds total. So if you go over the time, I will penalize you and I will sway my, my I guess, my choosing to the opposition. So a little gimmick we like to do here, Eman, is that we have a random number generator up. And since you're our new guest from number one to 25, if you can please give us a number between one to 25, and then I'll spin this random ge- number generator and whoever gets the closest gets to start this buzz cut lightning round off. 15. Mm. All right, John. Seven. Seven. Cullum, if you choose 25 or one, I swear. 16. Ooh, playing the <laughs> Price is Right game. <laughs> I think that's been a very concurrent theme uh, the last few pods. The price is right. So so it's sitting number two. We have E-Man with 15, Colin with 16, and John with number seven. Wow, John. Did this happen last time where I just hit on your number again as well? Because it hit number seven remember. this time. So it hit number seven this time again. Lucky number seven. So you get to start off first. Eman was the next closest number, so you go second, and then Cullum will go last. So, John, I'm just going to put up the clock here for 50 seconds. I put up the calculator. I don't know why I did that. All right, so for the listeners at home, I've given the gentlemen here today their topics for the buzz cut lightning round, and since we're talking about drafts, I was going to pick best six men ever but we're gonna switch it up and do this as a segue for another topic the best draft of all time minus 1984 where michael jordan was drafted 1996 draft where you know that plethora of 2000s all-stars and superstars got drafted kobe iverson nash so forth and then 2003 lebron's draft with wade bosh mellow so forth so besides 1984, 2003, and 1996, if you complete, if you have your draft year ready, 
let me know, John, and I'll start you off. Okay. <clears throat> Good. Yeah, I think I'm gonna be wrong because uh, this is off off the off the top of my head. But okay. All right. So oh wait, buzz- I'm not ready. This is gonna be terrible. You're not ready. <laughs> well, too bad because you gotta go. So go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So your buzz cut lightning round starts in three, two. Outside of the draft that we had talked about, I am going to go with 1987 NBA draft. Uh, you're looking at David Robinson, Reggie Miller, Scotty Pippen, Horace Grant, Kevin Johnson, Mark Jackson, Muggsy Bogues. But in that you have Scotty, arguably one of the best threes of all time, David Robinson, MVP, Reggie, prime of his time was uh, him in Indiana was fantastic and just great impact players like Horace Grant, Kevin Johnson with Phoenix had a couple all-star stints and same with Mark Jackson. So that's what I'm going with. So you're going 1987. Okay. See. That was a deep class. I don't think you need much prep than that, just naming off the players because uh, they're pretty big, prominent names. So, E-Man, do you have yours ready? So, like, my top draft class, other than the three that you mentioned and the one that you yep. named? If you have it ready, I could start your yeah. clock. I do. All right. So, your buzz cut lightning round starts in three, two, it's pretty close between 85 and 99, but I think I'm going to go with 85. Malone, Ewing, Terry Porter, Chris Mullen, Charles Oakley, Joe Dumas. Cullum. Yeah, I'm good. Hey, your buzz cut line round starts in three, two. So I'm going to go a little bit more recent than the other two have. Um, I'm going to go with the 2009 draft class um the one where famously the knicks weren't able to get mr stephen curry of course also chosen in this draft james harden so two mvps right there blake griffin he jumped over a car once demar Derozan is no scrub um and you even have some like decent backups as well like jeff teague and ty lawson who were taken out of the draft but yeah if you have a if you have a draft class with two mvps i'm pretty sure that's going to be a strong draft class mm-hmm. so I go 2009. Hmm. Oh, Boston's on the board, Tony. 14th pick? Mm-hmm. You forgot Drew Holiday was in that class as well. Was he? Yep, 2009. Mm, yep. That's why I had to, to uh, fact check right there because I was like, I'm sure he was on that one as well, which is very ironic because we were talking about him today. So. Oh. Well, how, how do you do? Hmm. I mean, 11's pretty nice, too. Yeah, yeah, 2011 was really good. 2015 was good, too. 1998 was also nice. Yep. Vince, Dirk, Jameson. Paul Pierce. Yep. Mobley. <laughs> Bibby. Richard Lewis. Oluwakandi. <laughs> Big Ryan Reeves, too. <laughs> Jeez, Big Ryan Reeves. I think in terms of just... The accolades, the names, in terms of the drafts, and to see if they would even belong in the top 50 NBA greatest players. Hmm. I will have to say, I would have to say for third place, 
This is tough. It's tough because all three, you can make a good argument. Oh, God, this is the toughest one I think I ever had to do. E-Man is last. <laughs> can you hear me? Well, he's too busy talking. It was a good choice, Tony. He doesn't care enough about this. <laughs> he doesn't deserve the buzz cut lightning rounds. No, uh, he's last just because you name the players. I don't think... I mean, Joe Dumars was the only one who really won anything. Yeah. You can say the same thing about 2009 and Steph Curry, although it is too early to say. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. But he's won multiple, right? He was uh-huh. won multiple. He's won <clears throat> MVP, the multiple MVPs. Scotty Pippen, I mean, Reggie Miller, you know. I think I'm going to give it to... Man. Column, your two MVPs was like solid, but I'm gonna have to give it to John. He has the deepest class. Yeah. Out of three. He has the deepest class on hand. He named like at least twelve players that were I'm like, yep, all star, superstar. I, I named six, 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 six. Yeah, but they were like big names, right? So oh, they were they were like like Cullum, when when you started saying there was a two time MVP and champion like three-time champion and stuff and then you have a one-time mvp and harden and then you said oh the next guy is a guy who jumped over a car i, I was trying to i was trying to i know, I know but i mean that's comedy like i always am like come on let's let's i know i know but then you <laughs> but in, re, in real in realistically though griffin even if he was healthy what was his ceiling yeah. We'll never know. His potential was so. Uh, yeah, but he was he was a man. he was a Sean Kemp. Now who can shoot threes? Yeah, I, Blake Griffin is kind of a shame. I think he deserved to be at least in like a conference finals. That, that oh, yeah, he Clippers does. Team should have. He but. does. Yeah, and then DeRozan. Like, I don't know. DeRozan's great, but I don't think he can compare. If you're comparing the four, four better team, four better players. Like the fourth best player on John's list, it doesn't compare. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, I like but John's. E Man's was deep too. <clears throat> yeah, let's not, not let's not say that E Man's draft was deep as well. Nineteen eighty-seven, I believe. No, mine was uh, What's up? Mine was eighty-five. Yours was eighty-five. Yours was deep too. Did anyone say ninety-nine? No, no. There was uh, Sean Marion, Alton Brand, Manu, Jason Terry, and Lamar Odom. Caroline. That was deep, but it lacks the, the star power. And uh, Rip Hamilton. Yeah, oh, not the great star class, power. But, no, but no, like, superstars. Exactly. Just solid. Yeah. That, that's yeah. kind of why I gave it to John yeah. over yeah. Cullum over E-Man, right? Because E-Man's, your class was, like, 1999. Very deep in terms of, like, role players and, like, starters and all-stars. <laughs> but after that, no champions, no MVPs, like... I don't know. Maybe Patrick Ewing won Defensive Player of the Year. I think that was the only thing that he caught. I don't even know if he did. Yeah, so that that's their ceiling. And then on uh, fucking John's ceiling was Scottie Pippen. Yeah. Right? But then well, have, or David Robinson. He's yeah. still got Reggie. But you, got, yeah, yeah. you combine all the chips and accolades. You can be, Reggie, combine all the chips and accolades. It's just yeah. um, in terms of that. So, Well, regardless, congratulations, John. That's your... I guess that's your first W because I retracted your first W last time. Regardless, thank you, 
gentlemen for uh, being on the show today. Now for each of you, where can they find you in terms of social media? So let's go with John first because you won. You can find me on IG at J-Y-K-L-A-M. Those are just my initials. And yeah, if you're looking for fashion tips and stuff, shoot me a message, DM me. Cool. Well, can't wait to have you on a future podcast because I'm bringing up music soon. So uh, E-Man wants to do R&B. So we're going to link that up. Now going to second place player, Cullum. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. Instagram, Cullum.Seabear.Kiwi. C-U-L-L-U-M dot C-B-E-A-R dot K-I-W-I. Where I post never, but <laughs> maybe like once every couple of months. But sometimes I'll have a spicy Instagram story like Ooh. of something that I made like a nice spaghetti sauce that I made last night. Ooh. Ooh. And that's like but, once in a blue yeah. moon. Yeah. Once in a blue moon. Exactly. Yeah. But if you, if you want to follow that, see my cute dog, that's the one. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Colin. Oh my God. My voice cracked again. Thank you, Colin. <clears throat> <laughs> and uh, last but not least, E-Man, our newcomer for today. And uh, biggest hot take i called it too i called it too he was gonna be our uh skip bayless or our uh, kendrick perkins so e-man where can they find you at home uh y'all can find me on msn e-man underscore b-ball underscore 15 at hotmail.com <laughs> no, my g it's e-m-a-n dot a-d-3 n-i-y-i he was rehearsing that in his head for like a good like few minutes right there but no thank you gentlemen for your time and your perspectives today for the listeners at home if you enjoyed this podcast or have some thoughts on our list or want to submit your own topics you'd like to make lists about and debate about feel free to follow us on the ig account at bb shop quintet podcast or email us at bb shop quintet podcast at gmail.com also if you can give us a follow a five-star review on apple Podcasts, and for this one specifically go on to the ig vote we'll see what the popular crowds and everyone these days who wants to vote for who has created the best squad and don't forget to subscribe to us on all streaming platforms and let us be your top five of the day cheers <laughs>